The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Previously on Lonely Boys... If you're referring to that hideous fur vest you wore yesterday, I'm the only one who suffered because I had to look at it. Can you pass the salt, please? Um, just checking the salt shaker here. Um, I'm afraid we're all out. I go get the more. Okay, bye, Dorota. Uh, and I'd like some more bacon. Crisp, please. Why don't you just take mine? You don't seem to have a problem doing that. Oh. How long can you go on? Enough. I can't take it. Oh my god, Thank she you. locked both of the doors. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> Double doors. Oh, yes, she did. We're doing a great job making fun of this, by the way. Oh, yes, she did. Rhoda, come on. Rhoda! You're not coming out until you work this out. I don't care if it takes all day. Plop. Yeah, plop that key in your matronly bosom. And it plops the key, too. <laughs> Don't look at me. She works for you. First wow. was a poop. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 5, Episode 17 of Gossip Girl, The Princess Dowry. But I'm not by myself. I am here with someone who only has to stay married for another eight months to avoid having to pay Nicole a very expensive dowry. It's Brendan Rumble. Hello. I'm your host, of course, the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Dale Hodo Nation. I'm recording live as always from the Crematorium. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream reporting for duty. Cream, yes, cream, cream. cream. And AK of all creams are bastards. <laughs> and fart You really mumbled too. that last, last part. <laughs> all creams are bastards. All creams are Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we have someone here that, uh, not to introduce our guest too early, but someone here, I guess, is more of the camp of all creams are bastards because she did not salute with us, and she very well knows the salute. Oh, so that's what threw you I off. I think this, this enormous is coming way sooner than eight months. Is in, is in studio in the crematorium. A little hint as to who might mm. might be in studio here. Yes, that I, that is true. We we had a little bit of a of a last minute cancellation. So I told Brendan, I said, check your home. Whoever happens to be lying around in there, <laughs> like, hey, just hey, have hey, get out from under the bed. Please, we're podcasting an hour, and we we need a guest. Please do whatever you can. And because of that, we now have back-to-back episodes where someone is joining the Six Timers Club. She's the third wow. member of the Six Timers Club, wow. and she is the second half of that uh, aforementioned dowry that uh, <laughs> Brendan will be will have to pay if they don't if they uh, yeah, the Rebel household end up getting the married and the old. And uh, it, Brendan, you usually do the you usually introduce this guest, but I'm, I'm taking it from here. It is it is wife of the pod. You know her, you love her, Nicole Ruppel. Hi guys. How many times have you been here as as wife now? Is this the second or third time? Second. So it gets mixed up with the OC, but oh, it might even be first. It might be first on for Gossip Girl. Wow. Probably first. Yeah, because I was I mean, definitely we, on. Sandy she was Boys. here season five, episode two, which would I guess be fifteen weeks ago. Which I, you know, what four months—that's like right around the wedding, right? Yeah, four might have months been right ago. After. Mm. 
Might have been. Mm-hmm. You guys might have been newlyweds. You guys might have been in the in the midst of planning the wedding. Who knows? We were Who just knows what we interrupted our, you to our do? wedding garb during that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It Nicole was, was in the wedding the dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that was before. Like, yeah, it was before we did any video. Uh... It was. Dur- we were doing it during the speeches at the wedding. Yeah. She, and my dad was, was in the background walking. yelling. <laughs> she was she was getting walked down the aisle, and Brendan was like staring at her, like saying, "Say cream, yes, cream." And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, didn't say it then, good. didn't say it today. Nope. So should have known. Should have known the marriage was doomed from the start, and that's why you're getting annulled. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that dowry fee is enough to bankrupt you, Brendan. Yeah, it's it's a couple hundred bucks. Which is what, like a dollar fifty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, not much, but it's it's enough to bring down it's... this whole crematorium empire. <laughs> yeah, every episode we make a dollar fifty. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nicole, welcome to the Six Timers Club. Hey, thanks. Uh, welcome. Thanks for thanks for filling in. How how much Gossip Girl have you watched since the last time you were on the pod fifteen weeks ago? I've I think I'm pretty much caught up. I think I missed one episode. You might have missed a and couple then I of, like, watched... not super important ones, and I just kind of brief you on it. I think that I only missed like an episode or two, and I watched them while you were recording because mm. I was at my hair appointment if, or something. If you do like miss that. them, you could listen to this show if you don't feel like watching the episode, or you could have me say like, "You're like, oh, what happened last episode that I missed?" I go, I'm like, I don't really know. Just keep watching. <laughs> that's, that's the other version. <laughs> at some like, point, we'll get never seen it. At some point, we'll get a long line of exposition from one of the characters. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, but um, I've been pretty caught up. There was only like the fall off during season two where I was like, I hate the show. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. At the time you skipped I'm like a back, whole season. Baby. Yeah. She's, she's back to hating. I'm back and I'm back <laughs> hating it too. <laughs> you, you and me both. <laughs> so any uh, any recent changes in favorite and least favorite characters? Or do you, do you still love who you love and, and hate who you hate? Um, Yeah, there's definitely been some changes. Like I don't scream at the television every time Georgina's on the screen anymore. Oh, and she's Georgina's been on the, screen the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. she's been kind of Georgina like on the screen making me laugh the most in these most recent episodes. Well, so I've been little, enjoying uh, example? Like how my laugh, like, ha like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Georgina's making you do that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I praise. Uh. You nervous. <laughs> it's a laugh. <laughs> I've never been told to perform a laugh before. <laughs> well, you, you usually look nervous when I try to make you laugh. Yeah, it's true. It's either you laugh or you get the womp stick, honey. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're now a full-fledged Georgina fan. That's that's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I enjoy her a lot. Um, what do you think I've, about her as Gossip Girl? I'm enjoying that as well. Well, it's over. Okay. Uh, for long, long, Georgina <laughs> R.I.P. Twenty twelve to twenty twelve, the Georgina Sparks gossip girl. <laughs> and the Philip era even briefer. Oh, he's is he on the oil rig? Uh, no, but he's not gossip girl anymore. Okay. Oh, he's, as far as gossip, gossip girl, girl he, I forgot he did perform that duty briefer. today. Yeah. In this episode, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's. Did a great why, job. why don't we? Why don't we get into the episode? Sure. I think we should. Um, the title of this episode is The Princess Dowry. Brendan, do you have any idea what this could be referencing? This is The Princess Diary. And then it's referencing the 2001 film. Uh-oh. The Princess Diaries. You did singularize <laughs> it. I know. I was, I I was am... like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Diaries, but uh, they didn't pluralize it. So I'm going to leave well, it. I, 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 there's only I one Dowry in the episode. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to, listen, and the fans 
Friends can go up in arms if they want, and we we may reverse the decision. But I am electing to to count that as as you yeah, getting it because I know the movie. I've seen it many times. I used to watch it. You know, back in middle school when they would do the uh, the lunchtime movies and they would show you parts yeah. of each movie. I used to watch. I would you know, I'd watch was it one, there. I did used to play that in in lunchtime. Yeah, I remember. It's a good movie. If Brennan was going to make that I movie remember. as a remake, he would call it the Princess Diarrheas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a princess. <laughs> wow, very very highbrow already. <laughs> she, she started. It. <laughs> she started. It. So, and you've now gotten four in a row, five of your last six. Wow. You're now over five hundred. You are nine for seventeen. Something yeah, tells me do. he's cheating. Yeah, probably. Watch it. Singularizing movies and just hoping that we'll let it slide. He's like, Ooh, the Princess di- Diary. I can't diary. be totally right on this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not cheating. They'll know something's fishy. Hey, you're the the sixth timer on this show. You're the one cheating. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you, well, you were a two timer, then a three timer. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to tell you when you're older. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, let's get let's get into it here. We start with Lily. <laughs> She, she's making sure all of her mother's funeral arrangel, arrangels, arrangements are perfect. Uh, the, the funeral man, she is. A, she's a, she's a funeral angel. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you call the the funeral man that she's talking to or meeting with, but he tells Lily that uh, her mother has already provided them with very detailed instructions. And he goes, "In fact, if you return home right now, I think you'll discover the wake is already under. <laughs> like, why, why didn't he lead with that? Like, how is that? <laughs> and they're, they're not like, oh shit, we gotta get home. They're like. Uh, of course, it's already happening. Oh, mother. <laughs> what is it? The paper that he's reading says, like, the wake is taking place right now at this very moment. Or, like, the have, have them come like, in for this meeting, like, after it's already started, and then <laughs> give them the grand reveal mid-meeting. And it's the, the, the wake is taking place in her home. Like, how does she not notice people setting up? Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand how this happened. And for Rufus <laughs> to get home and be like, it was already here when I got here. It's like, what? She probably <laughs> thought that Rufus was setting up like his, his yearly St. Patrick's Day party or something. She's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's making corned beef instead of chili. Finally, something new on the menu, at least. <laughs> he tells Lily that, uh, you know, they probably just didn't want to bother you with all the arrangements. But uh, Carol walks in. She's like, or she just didn't trust your taste level, which shots fired. No no one knows taste like Lily. I don't know what Carol's talking about. Yeah. I hate Carol. Hey, get the fuck out of here, Carol. Oh, everyone hates Carol. Ugh, yeah, God, I, I hope she becomes a funeral angel soon. Uh, what? <laughs> funeral angel. Funeral angel. <laughs> it means I hope she dies. <laughs> <laughs> hope she dies. <laughs> Not to mention, uh, the original air date of this episode, February 27th, 2012. Uh-huh. So we are still in line uh, releasing these episodes uh, a week, uh, the the same week, 12, 12 years later. Wow. Yeah. And then, so like, the, the St. Patrick's Day type stuff does land well. I was in the grocery store today and I saw a bunch of... Uh, I guess I'll say the pluralization version, the uh, the Ginai out on the Ginai. grocery store floor. Ginai? The Ginai. <laughs> yeah. And you went to the you went to the cash cashier and said, Can I have the Ginai? <laughs> and they knew what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't actually. They were like, Are you part of the hundred Ginai club? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. One Ginai down. Ninety nine to go. And this is for all the locals that drink uh, at Belfast pub in Lindenhurst. <laughs> One of the twelve pubs of Christmas. Now, do you prefer Belfast, uh, the uh, the the pub in Lindenhurst, or Pel- Belfast, the Kenneth Branagh movie that came out a couple of years ago? The the latter. Oh, I I agree. I like the movie. I like the movie better. Than <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I heard it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I saw it twice. Yeah, I know you, you, you liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I liked it a good deal. 
I was invited. Didn't and show up. What happened? I was at Belfast Pub. <laughs> <laughs> a little inconsistent here, but <laughs> So Carol introduces herself as the other daughter and uh, lets her know that Cece has already taken care of everything in advance, or uh, Lily lets her know that. And uh, then she says, I tell you to invite your daughter, the real one, not the fake one, but she's not speaking to you. <laughs> like, I tell you your daughter, just, like, uh, wait, don't we invite the real one or the fake one? <laughs> yeah, definitely the most natural way to say that sentence. <laughs> it's, supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a, a sick burn. It's really yeah. not. And the guy, like, in the meeting was just like, what? Like, he doesn't care. He's like, I don't care about any of this. Get out of my office. <laughs> yeah. You get to, please get out of here. You have an Irish wake going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, we'll get there in a minute, but it's, it looks pretty fun. Very it jolly. Did, yeah. Um, so Lola and Nate are having a, a morning makeout session. I, I guess Lola has finally given in to Nate and his persistent advances. I, I guess she figures if she's going to be staying with him, then might as well. I guess. It, it's, it looks like she's doing it as a part of a scheme just because she was so against dating him at all. And now she's all in. Like, but she's Come not a on. schemer. Lola's so. not a schemer. I she's know. the anti-schemer. She hates the Upper East Side. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. You guys both think that Lula's a schemer now. Unbelievable. I don't know. I don't know enough Are about there no her. Good people on the Upper I mean, East Side? It introduced to us in the Gossip Girl over the years, it just feels like, well, someone's got something up their sleeve. Every every person you meet, there's no normal people here. But mm-hmm. it's true. And the new person is the one that's scheming the most at all, of all of all, all of that. I can't talk. You've got this. You've got this. You take it from here. So we've also now entered the uh, Chase Crawford fat lip era. That's a fat lip reference. Wait, what happened to his fat lip? Well, see, I don't know. Well, I didn't know what happened to Chase during this time period, but he will have a fat lip for a few episodes. And luckily, IMDb. IMD, they call it out in the show it's so bad. Well, let me just say, IMDb Trivia told us that Chase Crawford has a swollen lip in this episode because co-star Leighton Meester accidentally hit him whilst play fighting on set. So oh. I, I guess... Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so bad that they have that to call it out. From in... like season three or four? I, it must be. <laughs> well, I remember... I remember... No, they were uh, recreating the... Uh, the field hockey scene with, uh, oh, with Blair and Serena. In the, yeah. Um, I remember when I was watching this, sh- in this show. <laughs> yes. When I was watching the show with, uh, with my mom, she would always call out the fat lip. She was like, what's going on with this? Lip? Why is it so? And I was like, mom, God, how did I not realize yeah, that? Neither of us realized the fat lip. Well, they also call it out in the canon of the show. Lola, <laughs> Lola, <laughs> Lola mentions the, his horrible disfigurement as, as the reason he's not going into work. And Nate says, I thought you found my lacrosse injury sexy. Oh, I had um, no idea what they were talking about. Yeah. I, I, is his fat lip? How did I? <laughs> I thought it was, I thought he had like something wrong with his erection. I with, with the, with the, with the version. <laughs> I you know do you remember our Daniel Street? Like, I want to with a girl named Lola. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember our Daniel Street like graduation party at uh, Fireman's Park where we had like the DJ and everything like that? And we were just able to yeah, run yeah, rampant yeah. around the park. Yeah, um, the, the picnic. Yeah, I I requested fat lip to the DJ that day. And I think he denied me because of the part where they scream abor- abortion like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand. I didn't know what was that. I was like, why not? It's a, it's a fun new song. The doctor <laughs> said my mom should have had an abortion, abortion, abortion. Yeah. There's a couple times. Yeah. It's quite a few. Yeah. Well, they repeat it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate where she should have had an abortion, abortion. <laughs> then she just gets into a car crash and stuff. Oh God. It's the whole, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole thing. Because whole Trip thing. let the brake fluid out of the car. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, they also 
they, I guess, just reminded us that Nate plays lacrosse. Like, I don't know when he had time to play lacrosse to get this well, that's injury. That's why I, I thought it was an the... old injury because it, he hasn't played in God knows how long. Why would he be bringing up an old injury? Do you pay attention to the dialogue when you watch? I paid attention fine. I just didn't see the fat lip. I thought they were talking about something that I didn't I, need to know about. I, too, thought that we didn't even have this conversation. I thought they were talking about some old injury of some sort see? as well because it one. was just not – it wasn't even well, said. Was it? Next episode when, when it was <laughs> she said your she fat, fat lip. lip. She no, she said she's like, How come you're not going in into work? Is it because of your horrible disfigurement? And he said, I thought you thought my <laughs> Again, so we, was we saw no disfigurement, so we're like, I I guess there's something underneath the sheets. That That's what notice. I thought too. I was like, maybe under his like shirt or something. I don't know. You guys are crazy. Listen, I, I sound just... off if you thought Nate had a broken penis or if he had a fat lip. <laughs> yeah. a broken those, penis <laughs> I said under his shirt but okay <laughs> well that's how big it is when he tucks it under the waistband okay. it goes up to his belly button alright well so Lola doesn't seem like she wants to talk about uh, her feelings or anything that's happened uh, in the last 72 hours where she's found out she has an entire secret family and her mom hired an actress she knows to play her there's some of that uh, convenient exposition in case anyone has missed the, the last episode or so um, she doesn't want to talk about it uh, she she didn't know about the Vanderwoodsons, but they certainly knew about her and didn't do anything about it. So that should tell Nate all he needs to know about his fancy friend. So also did, I guess they that didn't explains... know about her. They they knew about they did. They knew about, about cousin Charlie. Yeah, I, I guess. But like, then once she was brought into their lives, they're like, "Oh, you're great." But it was just a different person. Well, yeah. I so I this I guess this is supposed to explain the, her hostility from last episode, where she's like, "I don't want to get coffee with you," but like. Like you were saying, I'm sure they were trying to invite her to events and stuff, and Carol was just like yeah, shutting yeah. them down. Yeah, because like, well, she focus they... all of her anger on her mom. Yeah, once they are introduced, to the person that they think is Charlie, they're like, "Oh, finally, we get to yeah. hang out with you more." Yeah. So I remember saying to be Brendan, life. W- um, with Ivy like being her, I was like, "How do they not know that that's not her?" Well, they haven't seen her since she was little. I guess it's wild. It was very well. You have to suspend a lot of disbelief mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, and then she turns to Nate and says, buy a girl some breakfast, which is a weird way to ask. I would have immediately said no. I was like, why would you phrase it that way? That's, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. Sorry. Lost my wallet. <laughs> um, so Serena's calling Nate. So he tells Lola, uh, you know, maybe in two minutes. And he picks up. And he asks Serena how she's holding up. And she says, the past two days have been tough on everyone. Um Nate, she asks Nate if he's with Lola because she hasn't answered any of her calls or texts. And Nate's like, yeah, uh, Lola's not really interested in being a Rhodes, but Serena claims to know what it's like to want distance from their family more than anyone. But uh, she thought that with Cece's death, she'd make an exception, which, A, Serena has no idea how Lola feels, so, like, stop trying to relate to her. Mm-hmm. And, B, Lola didn't even know Cece, so yeah, what Yeah, it's she not really her said? grandma. <laughs> then, like, sure, technically it is, but she has no idea who this lady is. She's actually yeah. never met her alive, I don't think. No. I'll have to go back and check the home videos, but I, yeah. I can't. I should remember if she sure. like she saw her on the on the hospital bed before she passed away or not. But oh, I don't think so. I don't think no. so. Um, so Nate doesn't think it's a good idea because he knows how uh, overwhelming the Vanderwoodson clan can be. So Serena suggests, oh, maybe she can just dip her toe in the water with just me, and you can come too. And uh, Nate's like, all right, I'll ask her, but I can't promise anything. And then he hangs up the phone, and all of a sudden. Chuck is just like in the kitchen and in a weirdly good mood. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee. 
Top shelf. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he's in such a good mood that he found out who actually sent in the video of Chuck and Blair. Uh, and he says it was that hump Humphrey, which I guess good mood Chuck isn't as good at the wordplay. Like, like, <laughs> that hump Humphrey. That like, did you just stumble? Did you just stumble that on what hump, you were hump, 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 Humphrey. <laughs> and then he responds to that by going, Dan? Yes, Nate. The Hump Humphrey is Dan. I don't know who No, Rufus. Well, I thought maybe it was Dan's cousin. It's cousin Hump. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When did Hump Humphrey get into town? I don't know. Honestly, though, Nate is really that dumb. So Chuck says that uh, that Dan was happy to let Chuck take the fall so he could worm his way into Blair's broken heart, which seems gross when you put it that way, but that is exactly what Dan did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he admits it later on. He's like, yeah, Chuck's right. Yeah. And then Blair's like, I forgive you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I'm, right. I'm with her. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Chuck thinks that when Blair finds out the truth, uh, Dan's chances were her, with her will be destroyed and she will be mine again, which, all right, Chuck had me until he started saying that, like, Blair will be mine. I don't know why they, they're so weirdly possessive over yeah. this girl. Yeah, it's not um, cool. Yeah, and so Nate asks Chuck uh, if he's sure he wants to start World War Waldorf right now because nothing can actually happen between Blair and Dan for at least another year. Uh, and a lot can happen in 12 months, which, uh, you know, he's right. But yeah, someone should probably still tell Blair what what, what Dan did. Luckily, Gossip Girl will, uh, will take it under his wing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's still also bad wordplay again with the World War Waldorf. It's yeah, World War Waldorf. Not, like, I, that's nothing. It doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not good. World War. I guess it's the alliteration. That's, it's like that's difficult what it to is. say World War Waldorf. It's like sell, good. Sell, sell, they probably sell, had to say. I can't even say. They probably <laughs> say that. Say that six times fast. They probably had to do a couple takes on that too. Yeah. World War Waldorf. World War Waldorf. World War. World War Waldorf. World War. World Tom Humphrey. Pump Humphrey fell off the wall. That was the spinoff show. It was called Hump Humphrey and World War Waldorf. <laughs> uh, speaking of that Hump Humphrey, uh, he wants to uh, kidnap Blair and take her to a Humphrey brunch. And you know what? On second thought, maybe Chuck doesn't need to sabotage Dan because uh, he seems to be doing a pretty good job of that, yeah. offering her some Rufus waffles. <laughs> um, but Blair is... Busy on the phone speaking French, and Dan asked what that was all about, and uh, it was Cyrus and another attorney, and they think they may have found a loophole in her prenup. And right away, I was like, about time. You've I've been, been saying this whole this. time. Yeah. You literally have a lawyer as a stepdad. Surely he can figure something out. And what do you know? As soon as he looks at it, he figures something out. Like, th- she should have had him look at it before she signed her life away, but I, better now than, better late than nev- never, I guess. My question is, why was she speaking to her stepdad in French? Mm, I think she's... It was... I, I I think he was she said it was her stepdad it was Cyrus and another lawyer so I'm guessing the other lawyer was like because uh, he lives Cyrus in France lawyer, right know, yeah. Cyrus oh no Cyrus doesn't live her dad lives in France her dad lives in France mm-hmm. but you know Cyrus and Eleanor are always vacationing somewhere I don't know who knows but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I, I guess for Cyrus the, just for thinks that wherever he's like where he is physically at the moment he has to speak that language wee oui, wee oui. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'd like to hear him speak French <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently since Blair signed the prenup in Monaco uh, but got married in the US she can contest it and 
Cyrus thinks the Grimaldis may have to grant her an amicable annulment, meaning that they would have to waive the dowry, and she would not have to wait a year for anything. Uh, Cyrus is supposed to talk to the Grimaldi's royal lawyer, or whatever whatever he's called, within the hour. So uh, Blair's going to skip the Rufus Waffles and, and wait here. What was that? I'm sorry. Royal loyal. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> I couldn't think of the rest of the song. That was really good. There you got it. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> so, I was really listening um, to you because I was trying to figure out the rest of the Royal Oil parody. But I'm oil, sure it was oil. great, whatever you're talking about. No, yeah, it was, it was really good. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> because Cole's favorite character, Georgina, is back. Yeah. And uh, so is Philip. Only one episode off for Georgina, and I was already so relieved that she was back on my screen. Like, last episode didn't need her, but I'm sure it could have only made it better. Yeah. I just, like, love... There's something about her now that I'm just like, yep. I'm with her. I think I hate everybody else. So I'm like, yeah. That's got to be what it is. Yeah. And she's just like taking them down for no yeah. reason. I love it. It's a good crutch to have as a writer, a writing team, just be like, uh, nothing's really going on with these other characters. Let's have Georgina bring absolutely everything together. Yeah. <laughs> Break glass. And, and apparently, Georgina's like a superhero too, where she just appears in places and hears all the information she needs to hear and then just spreads it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't love everything in this episode, but her being there and kind of connecting every plot line was like fun in mm-hmm. a way where sometimes there's certain things that are too separate from the, the main plot line. Right. Where I was like, this doesn't need to exist at all, but everything did have a sort of a wiggly through line. It's just crazy that Georgina is able to overhear all of it. Yeah. She's always <laughs> in the right place at the right time. That girl. Yeah. yeah. Literally always. Um, so Georgina's getting sick of being Gossip Girl, though, even though Philip points out that knowing everyone's secret is her dream come true. But that was only until she realized how much work it was. Uh, she's exhausted. She's aggravated. She has no social life. Uh, she feels like a stay-at-home mom. And Philip asks what he can do. And Georgina's like, I'm taking a mental health day. Uh, I have found the perfect event to crash. C.C. Rhodes' secret wake. Like, yes, when I when I think mental health day, I'm like, there's a party you I got to get to. Wake. Wake. <laughs> <laughs> Although she, she's complaining about how much work this is, and then she goes and does way more work than just copy and pasting yeah. things to the internet. <laughs> yes. That's she didn't really want yeah, she didn't really want a date she, a yeah, day she, want, she wants the fun stuff. She wants yeah. to be involved in everything yeah. in that. Yeah. So she's so she's leaving Philip in charge of Gossip Girl and she explains to him how it works. She's like you just take the tips that people send, you post them if they're worthy. Um unfortunately we didn't get to hear any like witty uh Philip Gossip Girl banter that like any of that narration, I would have loved to hear what that idiot could have come up with, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately he was just copy and pasting. Um, to Philip's credit, he's already second-guessing the idea as soon as she says it, but mm-hmm. she's like, listen, what's a Vander Woodson family event if I'm not there to ruin it? Which is an excellent question. Georgina knows her role, and she plays it well. Yeah, she's she like, does. I got shit the fuck up right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's great to understand her motivation is just like, I just like to fuck shit up. There's, there's no yeah. like bending over backwards to figure out what she's trying to do and why she's trying to do it. We always know exactly. <laughs> every what. every time you're like, what's her motivation? It's just like no, she doesn't. She's need crazy. She's, like, <laughs> she's just crazy. <laughs> so uh, she also plot plot. Jesus. She also promised. <laughs> is that a Mountain Dew getting to you? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. That's she also. Uh, Promise to someone that she'd be their their plus one to awake. I didn't even know you got plus ones to wakes, but uh, as, <laughs> I think it's kind of like usually the ones that, I've been to. You can just kind of go in, yeah. Check you just ID. go in, yeah. But uh, Ivy Dickens herself appears in the doorway and thanks Georgina for coming with her. So I guess that's why she pulled out that a uh, year old napkin to call Georgina. Um, Not a good payoff no, at I, all. No, no. Uh, you know, she said she says that even though she was invited, she doesn't think she can face them alone. Uh, which it, that that I follow the part where I was like, I was like, so what is inviting Georgina like going to do? They don't but work Georgina at all. The two of them. Yeah, Georgina's like when when everyone 
I had a party hates you. Who better to bring than someone everyone hates even more? Um, Which okay. I get. It seems like it kind of. Yeah, I mean, the logic makes sense. I seems like, like kind of just a way to get Georgina at the weight, anyway. I guess. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right? I don't They're know. like, oh, they'll, they'll exhaust all their energy on me instead of you, Ivy. Yeah. Which... Ivy can just inherit everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if Georgina just inherited everything somehow? She's like, I love Georgina. <laughs> that would have been a plot twist. That's way better. I mean, it's it's very random who CC kept in close contact with. Apparently, she's such great friends with William Vanderwoodson that he's the executive of her. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know me and CC, we're close. Like, we did. I was okay. waiting for that to be like a scheme. Also, I'm like, how did he yeah. snake his way in here? Yeah, but no, I guess she really just genuinely liked Billy Baldwin. When he yeah, came sure, in with the sure. with the will, I said to Brennan, "What does being a doctor have to do with this?" I guess because his name is. Technically, William, Will. the, car- the actor. Right. So well, his true. name is William a- in the show. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. They were like, do we have any Wills? Do we have any Wills? Yeah, maybe it was a misunderstanding. Like, she was just <laughs> talking about her Will, and they thought, oh, you want Will Vanderwood's in here. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. Re- <laughs> so, uh, Serena's waiting in her lobby. Chuck comes in, and uh, Serena explains that she's down here to warm her mo- warn her mom that there's a lot going on upstairs. Um, and she asks if Chuck's here to get intel on Blair and Dan and uh, torture Dan a little. And Chuck tells her, yeah, maybe a little. But uh, Dan is not here yet. So uh, Serena does have some intel for him, though. Blair just texted her that Cyrus may have found a loophole in her prenup, so she may be released sooner than any of us thought. Um, what a dumb roadblock this ended up being. Like I, I, yeah, I guess it's still not anyway. technically resolved. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the roadblock still isn't technically resolved. But to be like, oh, this prenup for a year, and then just to be like, oh, and by the way, not anymore. It, it only, it only, it and it only applies to Chuck answer. too, even while it is in, in being enforced. Right. <laughs> it only applies to Chuck. She can, she can still fool around with Dan during. Yeah, yeah. The... But it's the, it's the Chuck year. You can't. None of it. None of it makes sense. Um. And so Chuck hears this and realizes that Blair is going to go right into Dan's waiting arms. So he has to excuse himself. He has to reassess. And, and he starts emailing Gossip Girl with the subject, Dan Humphrey. And uh, with Philip at the helm, you know, what could go wrong? Philip is, is a, a great uh, boyfriend on this show. Great, we've, we've, he's a great man. Great oh, man. Yeah. It's just so funny how we've seen so many like main characters have boyfriends and they're just absolutely nothing. And then this side character that comes mm-hmm. on once a season usually has like one of the better boyfriends in the series. Yeah. He's the perfect himbo. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Perfect for Georgina, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lola and Nate are discussing what they want to do for breakfast. Uh, Nate's like, hey, since we'll be on, you know, Madison's anyway, that we'll be right near Serena's mom's house, which uh, Serena will be at by herself. And Lola's like, I don't want anything to do with the Vanderwoodsons. But uh, Nate tries to tell her that not everything on the Upper East Side is automatically bad. And I don't think that's what Lola has been saying. She's just saying that the Vanderwoodsons are bad, which I, I, I think her point is going to be proven correct. But uh-huh. mm-hmm. So she challenges Nate to name one thing on the Upper East Side that isn't bad, and he immediately says, me. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know she didn't see that one coming. He's like, me, hello, and Serena's my best friend. Serena's my friend, and you haven't given her a chance, so uh, what's the harm? Like, yes, uh, very dangerous question. Whenever you say, what's the harm, there is some harm immediately (laughs) following right afterwards. So uh, Lola tells Nate that if they stop, he needs to promise that uh, he'll never play her like this again, and uh, he promises, and so I guess Nate gets his way again. You know, the question the question for this whole part where Serena's like, yeah, it's only me. Like, the yeah. timeline doesn't make sense, like you were saying before, because then it, like, immediately cuts to her and her mother walking into the wake, like... Oh, she lied. In, in their house. So she knew, so she knew people were at she her did. house. 
okay. Yeah, she, she, she says to Lily, she's like, sorry I lied about uh, me being by myself to get you here, Ugh. but now I can show you that we're all great. <laughs> and it works like a charm. <laughs> I lied to her, like, you just lied to her again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now she's really going to trust you. <laughs> Hate her. So... Yeah, Serena's trying to talk Lily off the ledge. Uh, they enter the penthouse. There's, there's the like a, a Weird Al style polka band of some sort playing in the middle of our living room. A uh, Weird Al should have been here himself. I think. Oh man, that would have been that, great. Yeah, the rare cameo I would have understood and recognized. <laughs> the one of the entire you know, series so far. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, old friend Albert Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, me and Cece were so close back in our poker days. <laughs> Lily can't believe it. She says, dear God, I was also shocked. I was not expecting this. Uh, there's whiskey and stew and mourner's chairs where you sit and mourn because this is an Irish wake and uh, the polka band really getting into it. Did we know that Cece was Irish? This, uh, Irish in general, but I guess like also into her. That was my question. Her culture. I, oh, this comes. No, this comes out of absolute nowhere. We, which we've is, never which is, it's part of the fun because like it also. I, I love the, another <laughs> instance of love me loving the camera angles of like Lily being surprised and they like fast zoom in, fast zoom out, and then they fast <laughs> zoom in on all the instruments. Yeah, it's like zoomed in on all the hands, like the hands of the like the clarinet or the <laughs> yeah. flute or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's, like it's supposed to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> the horror, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just once to flag this up, we should have had Cece say something like, Oh, back in my days at Ireland, I used to love... <laughs> On her deathbed, she had an accent. <laughs> I, used, I used to love the Guinea. The Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's how we say it plurally, dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how we say it plurally, Ivy. I mean, Charlie, my granddaughter. <laughs> but she knows who she is, apparently. Yeah, she does. Yes, she does. Um, so, by the way, I have... Uh, I've taken taken the liberty of hiring the same band for uh, for your wake, Brendan. Whenever it may be, <laughs> okay. we know <laughs> that they, they have will a standing... outlive me for sure. Yeah, they all for sure. They have a standing invitation to perform at your wake. <laughs> Sounds good to me, honestly. <laughs> uh, Philip is hard at work. He he takes Chuck's email and he's like seemingly teaching himself how to copy and paste. Like this is a foreign concept to him. But... I like that he's uh, out he's... loud, like copy, copy. <laughs> and <He's> paste. <laughs> I will say, as soon as he highlighted the whole thing, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not going to be good. Um, and it says, GG, it's time to it's time you told everyone Dan Humphrey sent in that video on Blair's wedding day. Hopefully by publishing this story, all those who are wrongfully accused will be exonerated. Thanks, C. Uh, and even the email address, chuckbass at day9mail.com, whatever, whatever <laughs> email address that is. We should try and, emailing that. Yeah. And uh, of course, he posts the entire thing just like that. And everyone immediately starts commenting like, oh, my God, Chuck sent this in. And with each comment, Philip looks more and more pained. Like this this is why you can't just leave anyone in charge of Gossip Girl, (laughs) especially not the the one person we found who's dumber than Nate. Like not not the best option. (laughs) It worked out. It was maybe it was maybe she knows how dumb he is. And it was sort of a part of her plan. Could be. There's a part. There's a point where I'm like, was this all part of Georgina's plan? Because they use this to their advantage later in the episode. Right. Yeah. Like, what was she? This happens early on in, in her plan too. So, like, what would she have done if not for him doing this? You know, she would have found something. Yeah. yeah like yeah. she's. I, I she's mean, honestly, like, most well, of the scheme is kind of on her toes. And she also, yeah. when she like sees that he does it, she's like, "Well, good thing I was. Well, I had expected that. Good. Good thing I was <laughs> bored of being Gossip Girl anyway, so I might as well go yeah. out with a bang. Yeah, she might have had like two pathways yeah. ready. Just like if he doesn't fuck That's up, true. I'll go this way. If not, I'll go this way. Yeah, he has a whole flowchart ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what might happen? Where to go? Um, so back to the. 
<laughs> Back to the Irish wake. Uh, Lily can't believe this was her mother's idea. Uh, she also doesn't recognize anyone who's here. And Rufus is like, uh, she probably just wanted everyone to celebrate her life. So she didn't invite any stodgy socialites. And Lily's like, uh, she only invited the help, her butcher and her driver <laughs> and the fireman that saved her life. Um, it's very funny. I don't know. Like, what the fuck happened to Cece? Like, this doesn't seem like something Cece would do. I don't know. It's just a practical joke. Yeah, it, it, she, it seems I, like someone else died. Yeah, yeah like, I don't... It, it was never like Cece was historically like, I hate what we stand for as a family. I'm gonna give back to the little people. Like, that's not no, Cece. No, yeah, she was the matriarch of all this. So Yeah, I, and... Who knows? Also, uh, the other person she invited is Ivy, who is here. Uh, she goes right to the family and says hi, and Lily responds, You. <laughs> what are you doing here? And, uh... I've explained she was invited by Cece herself, and she promised she'd come. Uh, so she's just here to pay her respects, and she won't bother anyone. Uh, Lily's pissed. This is all Carol's fault. Uh, but Rufus calms her down, says he's sure, you know, everything's going to be, ex- everything will be explained once the executor reads the will. Which, yes, because uh, that always goes so smoothly and helps matters on teen dramas. Whenever we yeah. read the will, everything just Classic. gets figured out. Yeah. <laughs> everyone goes home. Yeah, cut to the scene where the whole family's in there, and like, all right, well, I think that about settles it, guys, right? Y'all, everyone Oh, good, okay. <laughs> all right. Seeing you. All right, we'll see. <laughs> Same time next death. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and Lily gets the accordion and all hell breaks loose. Like, <laughs> that's the one thing Carol's missed about. I want that accordion! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Nate and Lola arrive to the Irish wake. Uh, Nate swears he had no idea what they were walking into. And Lola calls it an epic fail, which really dating the episode. I feel yeah. like this is a very, very 2012 thing to say. Yeah. This is an epic fail. <laughs> <laughs> and like wh- why is it an e- like what what about it is an epic fail just they just throw that lingo they, yeah they were like yeah. let's just put that in there this is this will hit with the youngins <laughs> very, hip, very hip of lola to say yeah. that so. uh carol catches them wants to have a word with her real daughter and nate lets them talk carol asks what lola's doing here and uh lola tells her this morning while i was in the shower at nate's serena the cousin who i just found out about tricked me into coming to the wake of the grandmother i never knew existed at the house of the family that you hid from me my entire life does that sum it up for you enough uh even before she asked that i was i was gonna ask i was like Man, that's that summed it up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. yeah. thanks for helping me with my <laughs> notes. Really <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. So, uh, Carol again claims that she only lied because they're not safe around these people. They're materialistic monsters. Uh, says the woman who looted her own daughter's trust fund. I don't. Know. Uh, she, she really she doesn't keep, have any. She has nothing to, to stand, stand on here. Oh, we're saying the same wavelength. Right. But, I, but she keeps like preaching this. I'm like, everyone sees right through you. No, you're not fooling a single person here i don't i don't know who carol yeah they're monsters i needed to steal your money so i could go on vacation and yeah, get rid of these and escape these monsters just stop saying it because no one believes oh, yeah. you. If you if you just own up to it then maybe people will like you more no maybe maybe no, no one i can't like imagine her. anyone liking carol Mm-mm. no especially with that Carson Ritter version of open. carol in the flashbacks i could i could imagine people liking yeah yeah what happened what, what went wrong she was so so was, much. I know. I know. Billy Baldwin likes Carol. If you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he also probably likes that version that we're talking about, the old version. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so Lola tells Carol that the only person here who's ever lied to her is Carol, and uh, Serena comes over and is like, "Oh, I'm so glad you came." Uh, but first. Georgina's on the phone with Philip. Uh, apparently, I guess no one's noticed that Georgina is here yet. She's just kind of walking around, <laughs> being undetected, uncommented on. Um, she looks Philip like the rest he's of the help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so Georgina's like, oh, who knows if anyone will ever send in another tip to me. Uh, and so this, at least right now, does not seem like it was part of the plan. But she's like, oh, you know, 
luckily for you, Philip, I'm in the eye of the hurricane, so I can watch this mess play out. <laughs> if this is my last day, I'm going out with a bang. And so uh, she approaches Dan, and she's like, uh, well, I, first I like Dan says, uh, I'd ask what you were doing here if I cared, which I don't. <laughs> Ooh, <Got her>. burn. <laughs> Sounds like a person who doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Georgina's wondering if he checked Gossip Girl lately. Uh, she's like, "Yeah, I know. I, I know. I never. I said I'd never reveal your secret, but unfortunately, I left Philip in charge. Uh, so lessons learned. Okay, bye. <laughs> Perfect comedic delivery <laughs> as always, yeah. Georgina. Here, yeah. It, it, it <laughs> and, always uh, helps like a situation. You, you just be more confident in it, and you don't give a shit about it. Now yeah. that she's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't care one. about uh, Gossip Girl anymore, so I can go balls to the wall here. Yep. Whatever happens, happens. I'm fine yeah. with being on my last step here. Just letting you know that I fucked you over. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And. And also sees that Chuck was the one that sent it in. And speaking of Chuck, Blair has obviously also seen this Gossip Girl blast, and she's here to confront him. Uh, she she tells Chuck of his many attempts at sabotage. This is by far the most pathetic, and accuses him of, or she accuses him of spreading baseless lies at the wake of her best friend's grandmother. So not only did Philip reveal that Chuck sent in the tip, but uh, at least now Blair doesn't even seem to believe that uh, that he, she thinks that Chuck's lying. So the worst of both worlds from Chuck, but uh, Chuck tells her, well, you may be correct about my motives. The blast is anything but a lie. Um, I was wondering if Chuck knew that Gossip Girl completely fucked him over, and I guess he does, but he's really playing it cool. Like, he does not care that he, that uh, it was revealed that he was the one that sent the tip in. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess he he figures the situation will now work in his favor. It's, uh, he, he he she also has now a year in his eyes to cool off yeah. before he can right. come after her too. again. So it's all and you can do. He's like, I can win her back. I, I guess. Yeah, Blum should have figured it out that it was Dan because as as uh, Chuck points out, he's like, yeah, we already ruled out uh, me and Serena. It certainly wasn't Louis. So yeah, he kind of spells left. it out to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so. Uh, Chuck tells Blair to ask Dan the truth, and she looks over at Dan at the bar, and uh, he does look very guilty. So uh, he gets <laughs> he starts sprinting Dan, away. Oh, oh. <laughs> go. Yeah, he gets up so quickly that he leaves his phone, and Georgina, always ready to, to, so to, to capitalize, she goes right over and swipes it. No shame. No. So, not no. information on here that um, we're in the age of no passwords on phones. That's exactly. True. No passwords on phones. No passwords on laptops. You can just get in anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> so. Uh, Dan tells Blair to wait, but Blair has nothing to say to Dan. Uh, Dan apologizes for lying, but Blair says, you didn't just lie. Uh, you let me blame my best friend and my ex for something they didn't do and embarrass me in front of 400 people at my own wedding and also made me a target of tabloids and TSA agents, which, yeah, Dan's, Dan's pretty shitty. Like, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, he's like, but I, I, I liked you a lot. <laughs> so what do you think yeah, now? Well, like, but I, please. You know, I, like, I never meant to hurt you. So. Yeah, but, but can, uh, the, can the hump... Hump or what? <laughs> Can the hump hump? <laughs> he says he never meant to hurt her, but like, what did he think was going to happen? <laughs> like, yeah, well, he should have said, like, I knew it would hurt you, but uh, it was for my own selfish gain. Hmm. I didn't mean to hurt you. I just meant to ruin your wedding. That's all I yeah, wanted. Yeah, that way I you could come <laughs> crawling to me. See, yeah. but like, I see it from the different perspective of like him and Serena both were trying to stop Blair from making a decision that she didn't want to make so like i don't she does say later too i don't yeah like i don't really fully believe that he was like yeah probably for his own personal gain but i also felt like he did it because he knew that she cared about chuck and so like she was like instead of getting married he was like instead of getting married to like this person you don't want to be with and then like also uh, i might have a chance as well but at the moment uh i I think it was definitely like a little bit of a selfish move but yeah I i think he was looking out for her uh, emotionally. Hmm. Well, yeah, Dan Dan does say that, uh, you know, 
Every day he had to hear her complain that she had to marry Louis even though she didn't love him. Uh, he couldn't stand seeing her so unhappy, so he only thought it would stop the wedding. He didn't expect her to leave the wedding with him. Um, right. And so Blair is like, oh, us fighting, that's exactly what Bassface wanted. So uh, she does forgive Dan, at least for now. And just like that, you know, she magically forgives him. Uh, a lot of setup for very little payoff, at least at least right now, that mm -hmm. uh, Blair and Dan don't even really fight about this. Uh, also, Essie's here, and uh, she knows everything about Cyrus trying to trick the royal advisor into voiding the prenup. Even though I, I don't think that's what happened. Like, he found... I, an I actual loophole like he's not a yeah, schemer yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. But, and she's not a lawyer so i was like how does she know better than cyrus does i don't know i don't need <laughs> but it's because she was know. listening to georgina had she even talked to georgina at that point i think so i think well she, i guess so because she was this whole thing was like her bluff right i thought I, I, this is I, it gets really hairy over it. here yeah it, it really does um this is when Chuck comes over and grabs Dan's shoulder, uh, like they're old buddies, and he's like, "Looks like Blair's annulment just got annulled. Shame you were so close too." Uh, Ch Chuck is not a uh, good boy Chuck anymore, but can't help love that he's uh, back to getting digs in at Dan. Yeah, yeah it's good. I mean, this, this is a kind of a good balance of good and bad Chuck because he's not being like shitty to every everyone just because he hates his life. He's his always evil energy is directed at one person mm -hmm. with a very simple motive. Right, that's good. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, I'll take it. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Esty is going to assure Blair here that Cyrus's plan will never work, and um, Blair lets Esty know that Cyrus doesn't respond well to threats because he fought in Nam. And, uh, but she didn't let, let Esty finish. His plan might not work, but mine can. Wow. What a, what a twist. I like uh, Cyrus and Nam going, you're torturing me! <laughs> not enough! <laughs> not enough! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish we could have gotten a flashback. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> so SD wants to help Blair uh, Blair doesn't want Louis but SD does they grew up together but she was never a suitable choice for her serene highness uh, at least until Blair came along like Blair is such a, a PR disaster that SD looks amazing by comparison and uh, remember SD does have a habit of uh, covering Blair in photos of her and Louis and that's how we know she's in love with him oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is you know normal people do yeah <laughs> so <laughs> And Essie's like, yeah, Louis would welcome me as a lovely Blair replacement. That, that's we'll, we'll be very happy. Uh, and oddly enough, Blair just wants Louis to be happy for some reason, even though he's the worst. So she's like, all right, it's worth a shot. Let's do it. We don't even know and if Louis I, has ever like really been into this girl Essie before. No, uh, like, I we, are she, not, we are not. We are not Blair. So that's what I. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> anything is better than Blair. <laughs> I do like when Blair goes, "You slimy, limey." <laughs> That got me really good. I was like, what the hell? It's a very cute player thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like there's no reason why Cyrus's plan won't work still because the the loophole's still there, but uh, whatever. I guess it's nice to have options. So I, uh, she tells head, to it make the will call. work, but Georgina tricks everyone into thinking that it won't right. anymore. However right. she does So that. Georgina's, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. She infiltrates, um, as usual. Uh, as she does okay. best. So... Serena and Lola now. Serena apologizes to Lola for tricking her into coming by and assures her that Nate had no idea. And, like, she's saying this with her charming Serena smile, but Lola should be pissed that more family members are just lying to her. I love that Serena's like, sorry that I tricked you to come here. Let me give you a tour of the whole house. Like, <laughs> what, what is that going to do? Let like, me show you how rich we are. Yeah, she's like, I don't care about <laughs> Upper East Side. I don't care about you guys. I don't care about material items. And she's like, I know. I'm sorry I tricked you. Come here. Let's. I'll show you all the things we have. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that's gonna win me over. I know you don't like coffee, but do you like penthouses? (laughs) (laughs) He's so like out of touch, and she's like, "I know what your mom thinks of us. That all we care about is money, but that couldn't be further from the truth. (laughs) Family is what's most important to us." It was so so touching. So speaks like a president. Uh, (laughs) Like the the (laughs) family is what. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, to prove that, she brings Lola over to Lily and Rufus, who are currently fighting about money and fancy things. Check the silver. (laughs) Literally, like she's ordering someone to count the silver right away as she scurries (laughs) off like a cartoon character, like clearly proving Serena's point. We have to count the silver. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I I know that's not that is the point is to show like how shallow they are. But in Lily's defense, gotta come from my girl Lily. Um, she mostly just wants to keep the stuff that uh, Carol wants out of her hands because she always claims to be this down-to-earth person that doesn't care about any of this shit and is still like fighting to get some of it. So I would be annoyed as Lily too. Just like stay, pause the off. Are, the they're all fighting over it. They're yeah, all yeah, materialistic. Yeah. yeah. At least Lily's not pretending. Carol's pretending that she doesn't yeah, that's care about right. it. Right. All right. So I guess we had to rank how terrible they are. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> right here. So Lola appreciates what Serena's trying to do, but she is not part of this world and doesn't want to be either. So uh, she tells Serena to tell Nate that she had to go. Uh, but she bumps into Ivy on her way out. And Ivy is very surprised to see her, even though Lola points out that even though I don't want to be here, I have more of a reason to be here than you do. Um, and Ivy says that this sounds ridiculous, but the Vanderwoodsons are the closest thing that she has to an actual uh, family, even though they all hate it's, her. It's her, her quote every episode. Every, I, I, it should be a drinking game. <laughs> Take a we, shot we every time Ivy says. Episode, I guess. <laughs> These are really my family, even though they don't speak to me. Shut up. Listen, Shut up. She just wants a family. I know. Her hair color That's different today. I, it I, was oh. different in the last episode. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It looked wow. pretty. Well, that's why I feel for my girl Ivy because she still just wants a family, and uh, Lola actually has call. the opposite problem. She's like, "Yeah, the Vanderwoodsons uh, fucking can't get enough of me, and I want nothing to do with them." So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so Lola thinks that maybe her mom was just trying to protect her, and Ivy's like, "By stealing all of your money." Got him. Uh, great point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, Georgina approaches them, gives them a little push to start digging. She's Georgina's always thinking, and yeah. she's like, "Money doesn't explain why you hide your daughter for 18 years, unless you're being paid to do so." But uh, judging by her shoes and her hair, I'd say that wasn't so. Which it invokes paranoia, and also is also just shitting on, on people's, people's <laughs> yeah. effortless. Yeah. And so uh, Georgina tells tells Lil that she has to go to someone on the outside, someone who isn't afraid of them, someone like, and in walks Uncle Billy Baldwin. That's right. <laughs> Serena's father's back, yeah. and Serena didn't even have to ride a horse this time for him to come. <laughs> he showed up. He showed up without the horse. <laughs> Did somebody say "dead grandma"? <laughs> Walks in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone cheers. <laughs> uh, I heard the poker mu- music playing from down the street, and I could only imagine that was me. Hand me some <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> Let's get this party started. <laughs> Where's my daughter? Where's my fake niece? Where's my real niece? Who's actually my daughter? Where <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the actual line. That mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was the only voice And Serena's like, Dad, <laughs> Daddy. And she runs Daddy, into his arms. You're here. <laughs> you're here. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> oh, you're such a great man. Not giving mommy fake cancer this time. I'm your only daughter. Kiss, kiss. I'm your only daughter. <laughs> your only real daughter. <laughs> so, 
Uh, he says he wouldn't miss this for the world. Uh, not because CC died, he because he just you know lives for polka music probably. Yeah. But uh, he's and whiskey. He also points out. Yeah. He's like, I'm just sorry, Eric couldn't make it here from a Zaire. Uh, no matter what happens, you, you can't get Connor Paolo back on the show. He's DC could die. Yeah. Serena could die. He's not. He's done. He's, he's not going <laughs> no, no. Did he quit like for a reason? Yeah, he got a regular role on uh boy, I mess up the name of this show every time. It's not Scandal. It's another one-worded show. Uh, Revenge, I think is what it, there you what go. it was. Uh, got you. Um, and so this is when they have Serena and uh, Uncle Billy have some of this just relatable witty banter where Serena's like, I thought they call Zaire the, De- the Democratic Republic of Congo now. And Dr. Billy replies, they do, but trust me, it's not. And they start <laughs> chuckling. And I was like, oh, boy, I love this geography oh, yeah. humor. It's really, really, really getting <laughs> The Congo is not so democratic. Uh, not so democratic, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nobody goes to the polls over there. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Dr. Billy sees fake Charlie and tells her it's great to see her again. I, I don't remember them meeting, but I guess they did. I guess they must have last season. I don't, I don't know, but... Uh, Georgina is thrilled to tell him that he's late to the party and introduces him to his actual niece and uh, that Serena asks Georgina what she's even doing here but like this week is so crazy in general that it's not even that much of a surprise that Georgina's here she's like what yeah. are you doing and doesn't she like walk away like I feel like she's like yeah oh, I'm just like, like, yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> he's probably more upset that the gardener is that the help is here than, than Georgina's here <laughs> yeah. yeah when when Billiam is introduced to his real daughter or his real niece at the time I thought he's just like huh and doesn't really yeah. care to ask further questions. He's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> something, always, something crazy is always happening over there. <laughs> uh, Georgina whispers to Lola that uh, Daddy V-Dubs has known the road since high school and probably has a secret or two to share if she asks nicely. Um, again, and this is when I was like, why is Georgina invested in this? But then I remembered she just loves chaos. So yeah. that's, that's the only thing she you need to know. know. And, uh, Yep. And so Nate finds Lola and he's like, hey, Serena said you left, but here you are with Ivy. Uh, love how nonchalantly he <laughs> says that. And uh, uh, he starts his speech to Ivy about why she should leave. But Lola stops him. She's she's going to stay. And so is Ivy, because they are going to get to the bottom of why her mom kept her away all these years. Uh, you know, interesting that Lola cares so much all of a sudden. But here we are. Yeah, I have a complaint about that with the other Charlie as well uh, later on. Later on. Oh, later on. Okay. Yeah, later on. It's just oh, a but, but I do, I do like the Charlie Charlie t- team up for now, though. Charlie Charlie, two by four. Funny. Yes. <laughs> Charlie Charlie two by four. That's what they call it. That's the other spinoff. Charlie Charlie two by four. Could not fit through the front door. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that funny thing? People like try to walk through a door together. Like, oh, sorry, you go first. <laughs> oh no, no, you go first. <laughs> and they keep popping into the sides of the doorway. <laughs> so, uh, SC's on the phone. Uh, Louie has agreed. She needs to be on the next plane back so uh, she can make it to the press conference where Louie will announce that it became clear Cl- Blair was only ever after his title. Uh, and then the royal family's publicist will start to build SC up. Uh, uh, but what about Blair? The the prince and the serene highness are only willing to annul the marriage if Blair agrees to a gag order on all matters regarding the dissolution. Uh, they can be the only ones to speak about it publicly. Blair uh, is not allowed to talk about it. No blast on Gossip Girl. No page six interviews. And Blair doesn't give a shit. She's like, okay, great. Just get me out of this marriage. Yeah, fair enough. I, I still am not convinced that Essie is next in line. I, I bet I, Louis, Louis is like, and yeah, Essie sure. Like, Essie I'll, is nexty? I'll do, yeah, I don't think he's, she's nexty at all. Uh, someone else will be <laughs> thrust upon him. We'll see. I hope not. I don't. I don't think really. No, I, don't, I don't want to see that. I hope not at all. <laughs> I was really grateful that we. Should. I saw Dowry in the title. I was like, "Here comes Louis," uh, and Here we didn't Louis. have to see him. That was nice. I'm so glad. I'm so he's, sick of his face. Yeah, 
It's me, wee wee. There you um, go. So, <laughs> Blair, Blair lets Essie know they won't hear a peep from her. So uh, obviously this seems too good to be true. Uh, it feels like Gossip has to fuck this up somehow. But also, this, at this point I was thinking, if this is what's going to get Blair to the marriage, why did we even bring up the loophole at the top of the episode? Like, this, all of this is so, like, convoluted and pointless. Like, it feels like the writers, like, mid-episode still don't know with what solution they're going to go with to get Blair out of this marriage. They're just, like, saying, one of these one of these will pull through for her. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Though. They're like, we'll figure this out, but let's let it roll out first. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's too many things, like, introduced and taken back and back and forth. And, of course, yeah. when she's walking away, like, it pans out and Georgina's right outside listening yep. to, oh, I'll stay. I'll stay out of the headlines. I promise. Yeah. Georgina's yeah, like, course, sure right, you will. Right place, right time. But yeah, we talk about how the, the writers seem to be switching episode to episode and just like taking back plot lines and doing that. It seems like two writers are like wrestling with each other this very episode to just like <laughs> fight over what, what plot they're going to be going with. In- well, the loophole would be too easy. It would be too easy. So yeah, having the loophole, it's like, okay, boring. Because yeah, then it would be pointless. And like, All right. So now she, I guess she can get with Chuck. And that would be it. So no, she's not in love with him anymore. I'm not with him anymore, for now. Who knows? I don't know where. Yep. So it's hard for uh, me to follow. If I was Chuck, I, I would yeah. be going absolutely crazy because now it's like you know what? Maybe Blair really doesn't love me because she's officially made up like two things in the past two months about why she can't be with me. She's literally like making up excuses and gaslighting me. Yeah, I'd also be going crazy. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. I think I'd be pretty cool, calm and collected. Yeah. <laughs> as you are. You're, you've always been cool as, as a cucumber. As usual, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so Georgina goes to Chuck at the bar, uh, and she asks why he's so calm since Gossip Girl's latest hiccup made him look even worse in Blair's eyes. Uh, no one's really talking about how uncharacteristically stupid Gossip Girl was leaking the entire <laughs> email. Like, no, no one's saying, like, yeah, it was kind of weird that Gossip like, Girl did Oh my that. god, it was <laughs> Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, all right, Gossip Girl did this thing. All right, I guess I guess we're dealing with that now. Yeah. Um, but Chuck isn't upset because while Blair might be mad at him today, at least she knows that Dan isn't the good guy he pretends to be. So all worth it in Chuck's eyes. A loss for Dan is a win for Chuck. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like we've also kind of known that Dan's not like the most stand-up guy that he pretends to be for mm. a little while now. Yeah. He's, he's always been selfish. Oh, yeah. So uh, Georgina tells Chuck what she just overheard, that, uh, you know, that... Um, what is she? What is staying she out, that, staying the, out of the yeah. headlines? Right, right, right. That that uh, the they might not be having to wait a year. Like the the thing might might get resolved pretty quickly because of the whole SC situation. Uh, but a new scandal could probably derail it if Chuck s fast enough. And so, uh, Chuck is certain that Blair will come to her senses. But Georgina asks, "What if she doesn't?" And Chuck lives his life in regret, where he could have stopped her from ending up with the pretentious poser. Just something to think about. And before she leaves, Chuck asks her what she has in mind. And Georgina shows him the picture of Dan and Blair kissing again. Uh, but how can they trust that Gossip Girl won't leave Chuck's fingerprints on another blast? Um, and Georgina's like, listen, we can't guarantee it, which is why we use Gossip Girl's latest screw-up to their advantage and leave someone else's prints instead. Oh, look, it's Dan's phone. And this is when I was like, oh, is this Georgina's plan all along? Because uh, this is perfect. But I think she's just great at improvising. Yeah, she she must be, be. Like, like, she got the phone knowing like this will come in handy at some point. And yep. then saw the yeah. opportunity. He was like, "All right, this is why I got that phone." Now yeah. we can now we can use my idiot boyfriend's stupidity to our advantage here, and we could. The crazy that it was Dan that leaked it. The craziest thing is, he didn't learn his lesson. Like he's like, "I screwed up," and she's like, "You sure did." And then he's like, "But I'm gonna keep Dan's name in it anyway." Like I think this one she yeah, must have posted. Would you copy and paste? I think she posted this one. No, from no. her from um, her phone, like mobily. No, no. 
I think she sends it in. He sends it in through Dan's phone, and then I like that better. I hope he does mess up twice. Mess up twice, yeah. Best yeah. character. I hope, he, I hope he just messes up for the rest of the series. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's yeah. in charge of Casper. Um, so Lily wants to search Carol's bag all of a sudden. Uh, William comes over. He's happy to see that nothing's changed. He asks how Carol is doing. Uh, Carol and Lily continue arguing while they are literally shouting over the coffin of their recently deceased mother. And Lily tells Carol to get out of her apartment this minute. Uh, it feels like the writers literally just whipped up this argument out of nowhere just so Billy could explain to them that, uh, 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 this is actually Cece's apartment, not Lily's. Uh, you know, the only reason they ha- you have the home is because Cece bought it for you for tax purposes, of course. But now... Now it's part of the estate. It's like, oh, this might come into play later. Yeah. It's like, hmm, are we foreshadowing? Very uh, yeah. <laughs> very blatantly foreshadowing here. <laughs> Just yeah. remember, everyone, this apartment CC's, not Lily's. <laughs> All right, as you want. This, this whole episode is even more of a, a, a disgrace to CC's death because like, they still do not care that CC's dead no. at all. <laughs> no. I'm surprised like they didn't knock over the coffin at some yeah. point. CC just like sprawled out of it. You and Carol <laughs> Lily are rustling and they knock it over. <laughs> CC falls out of it. <laughs> So, uh, oh, and another small twist. Apparently, William is also the executor of Cece's estate, and he brought her will. Why? Who knows? Because his name's Will. That's why. His name's Will. That's what it was. <laughs> um, the family's surprised, but, you know, as William points out, he and Cece had a long and enduring friendship, which, very interesting, the people that yeah, Cece wait, wait, chose It's weird when he said to. air quotes over friendship, too. Like, well, what do you mean by that, Willie? <laughs> Willie? <laughs> who, else is your, who else is your daughter here? <laughs> good question. Um, Carol thinks it's weird that out of everyone in the world, Cece chose the father of Lily's children, and Lily uses this as an opportunity to tell Carol that uh, she couldn't have chosen the father of her children because there aren't enough DNA tests in the county to find him. Yeah, she got her with that one. (laughs) Joke of the episode? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So William lets them blow off some steam, and he runs into Lola, and she informs him that she recently found out she was part of this family and wants to know why she was never allowed to know. But... Before Billy can say anything, Carol comes over to interrupt the conversation and whisk him away. Uh, did you have any, uh, you know, yeah, oh, you, she, Nicole's not in her head. Did you think anything was up there? She said it out loud. Yeah. She's like, I have an idea. And I was like, what, that Willie's her uh, Why do you keep calling him Willie? Willie's her dad. about Willie's her father? Yeah, I, I finished yeah. her sentence for her. I was like, yep. Yeah. And also, at the same time I was watching this, Mel Got Served was watching it, and she texted me saying, I have a theory that uh, William is Lola's dad. Yeah. So everyone was just predicting yeah, this yeah. at the time. Like, I guess, yeah. Those were exactly my words. I was like, I have a theory. But I, yeah, what I didn't know I was at the time boy. he didn't know because like when Lula comes up to him to, to talk to him, he does look like he's got nothing to say to her. He's like, hey, kid. But as soon as you. she came up, yeah. uh, what's her name? The Carol. Mo- Carol. And uh, she came up and like interrupted. I that's was like, why uh, it, that was the biggest tell. Oh. She's like, oh, she doesn't want these two interacting right now. But I think, I, yeah, yeah. Crazy. So everyone saw it coming, but still yeah. a, a nice a nice twist nonetheless. Sure. Um, more on that later, of course. I think the, the, first... the reveal is maybe funny, if anything. Yeah. When, uh, like later when on, when, like, when, when it what happens. I- what idiots are dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look at it. Yeah, yeah. We'll say it again. Uh, Dorota and Blair. Uh, Dorota, Dorota's apologizing that Essie, a Jedi, mind tricked her into telling her that Blair was at the wake. Uh, Dorota can't handle all of these secrets. Uh, but Blair thinks it's okay that Essie found her because everything is going to work out. Uh, even though that is not what Cyrus has said, he's been trying to reach Blair all day. Uh, Blair's still confident. She doesn't have to worry because she took care of the annulment herself. But uh, Dorota's like, then why did the Grimaldis just ask for all of the money now? Um, 
So I guess that's why Cyrus is still involved because, uh, you know, Blair was not able to do this on her own uh, because right. I guess Georgina is ruining everything. Uh, and Blair tells Dorota that the deal about everything being fine as long as uh, Blair stays out of the press. But Dorota thinks that Sophie may have seen Gossip Girl and she shows her the Blair, the, the, the Blair, the Blair Blast. The Blairst. That, that, yeah, the Blairst. That's the picture of Blair and Dan kissing with the caption, please post ASAP, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Please show everyone how much I love this girl. Signed, Dan. <laughs> Forever yours. <laughs> love it. I actually, I would just start, like, once you know that there's some idiot posting as Gossip Girl, just leaving everyone's signatures in, I would just start posting under fake names. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Sign, start signing stuff, Rufus. Like, I don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> Please post this immediately, Rufus. Rufus. <laughs> I'm better. so proud of my son. <laughs> He's finally going to get the uh, story book ending of Inside, after all. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Billy is reading Cece's will. Uh, first and most importantly, she leaves her thoroughbreds breads to the stables. Uh, secondly, she leaves her Fabergé egg collection. Uh, but Serena interrupts because she doesn't, she doesn't want Ivy here for this. And William's like, is she bothering anyone? And they all just complain about her being a con artist. Uh, Carol says she's not a good one, but based on the sour looks from everyone, I'd say that's not true. Like, she yeah. had you all fooled for a long time. She was great. <laughs> so, yeah. It would, yeah, it would be crazy really though, if she, she wasn't She got herself involved. out of many jams. Yeah. Every jam, almost. The fact that she got out of that max jam, like, really speaks to her ability. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Uh, Um, The fact that that if Billy didn't know she was a part of this will, that would be a crazy thing to say, though. Just like, is this random girl bothering anyone? Can't she just listen to the will reading for fun? (laughs) I mean, if not, for fun. Keep saying, like, her thing every time is like, she was invited. Uh, Like, Ivy. He's like, Ivy was invited to be here, so I'm not going to kick her out. And everyone has to respect Cece's wishes. Like, how much, like, like, they didn't know that Cece was going to die right that second. So, like, when is Cece, like, did she have this all in writing? Like, I invite Ivy to the wake. I invite Ivy to hear the will reading. I invite, like, yeah, I, I guess because she was too, so she, dying. So she's like, I should set this all like, up as I'm dying. Darling, darling, if I die, I want you at the wake. I want you at the will reading. I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> I want you there. Little surprise. <laughs> You're invited. And if anyone tells you tells you to leave, just say that you were invited. And say that you live there now. <laughs> and the gardener be there too she's also invited (laughs) (laughs) and where's that man who saved me from the fire he's invited too (laughs) and when you kick lily rivers out of the house make sure uh weird al plays them out (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like they were really telegraphing the fact that something was going to happen with ivy and the will because they're just they're just they're just like the whole time they're like ivy can't be here and they're like well let's just you know have her hang around here just in case we'll see what happens she she might be wrong maybe Maybe, yeah, maybe. So, uh, back to the wake. Uh, to stick with the Irish theme, uh, Dreams by Cranberries starts playing, which always a lovely touch there. Oh, yeah. Mm, always, yes. lo- always love hearing that song. Um, Georgina gives Dan back his phone, tells him he dropped it, and uh, she lets him see what he sent into Gossip Girl. Uh, Dan is immediately frazzled. He's like, we got a deal. If you protect me, don't tell me when you're Gossip Girl. And Georgina's like, yep, I uh, sold you out, so start talking. <laughs> <laughs> gives no shit. This is why you don't make a deal with Georgina. You can't. At any moment, she might be like, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Right. about it. Tell everyone I'm Gossip Girl. Okay. So she had fun being Gossip Girl. She said, I'm just glad that my final blast was my masterpiece. I'm sorry if it ruins your life. And uh, Dan seems more concerned about it ruining Blair's life. Uh, but this only makes Georgina even happier. She's like, oh, what a mess. It's like I took down the entire Upper East Side. And she just says it with the hugest grin on her face. Uh, th- this is what villains are supposed to be. That's yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going to use that quote from Georgina when I impregnate Nicole. I'm going to say, well, my, we my final blast is my masterpiece. <laughs> 
Jeez. <laughs> final blast. <laughs> It'll be my final blast. I'll never blast it again. Ew, yeah, got that. Got that. Got that. <laughs> so, uh, Blair comes over ready to yell at Dan, and Dan deflects by saying it was Georgina and that she's Gossip Girl. But Blair doesn't even believe him. But Georgina has to step in and be like, no, that part's half true. Uh, you know. <laughs> She explains that she was she hacked in when Gossip Girl skipped town and no one noticed. We still don't get an explanation as to how Georgina did this, but we just have to accept that she was able to hack into Gossip Girl. No passport, pa- passports. No passports. <laughs> passport. No passport. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the era. Yeah, it's, it's the laptop era. The Louis laptop era. It's the laptop era, yeah. So Dan again reiterates that he didn't do this, and Chuck comes over. This is what Chuck's doing all, all episode, just like coming up behind Dan and like whispering, "How does it feel to be set up and lose the person you love for something you didn't do?" I think Chuck wants <laughs> to walk Dan, away. Honestly, he might want to. I wouldn't put it past him. I would ship so. it. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. Chan, Chan, Duck. Duck is good. Duck. <laughs> So uh, Blair stops Estee and begs with her that there must be a way to salvage their deal with the Grimaldis. And Estee's like, there might be, if there ever was a deal. Uh, turns out Estee Ooh. made the whole deal thing up and that Georgina was behind this as well. Like, okay. Classic. Which, which I you should believe day. because Estee is not a lawyer. Like, yeah, you made it up. <laughs> not a lawyer. Trust Cyrus. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nice. uh, Estee knew that once Chuck heard Blair was free again, he'd do something foolish. But even she didn't think it would happen this fast. Either way, she has to get back to Monaco because she has a prince to console. And Georgina looks at Blair and goes, standing ovation? Why, thank you. And leaves. I, I am indeed giving her a standing and ovation. And Maple were up. Even Puma was on her back two hind legs. Yeah. Putting her <laughs> yeah, little I, pop as I was Aww. throwing my cats up in the air. <laughs> Out of celebration. <laughs> celebration. <laughs> so, uh, Dan's arguing with Chuck. He tells Chuck that he doesn't realize what he's done, but uh, Chuck seems to realize that he's brought light to the real villain. And... And tells Chuck that he bankrupted the Waldorf family, not really right. <laughs> not realizing. Chuck, Chuck's, Chuck's acting, Royal Chuck's acting like he. <laughs> World War Waldorf. <laughs> um, Humphrey. Here we, all right, I'm ready. We're back. We're back. Does Bart fast like Baja Blast? Okay. Chuck's acting like he didn't know that it was enough to bankrupt the Waldorfs, even though like. A few weeks ago, he was letting Blair, like, he was telling Blair that he would pay it. So it seemed like he did know that it would be that much. But now he's like, what? No, no, it could never bankrupt her. No, yeah, it's impossible. I, I, that I much swear, money? I, he knew it was a ton of money. That much money? I also, I feel, like, much money I also feel like he's just going to pay it. That was his plan originally. Yeah. He, wanted, he offered to do that. I'm like, he's going to sell no, really. sell the hotel and pay it. I don't think he even needs to. That, yeah. that Chuck Baz has a lot of money. Oh, oh, he does indeed. Um, so, <laughs> Chuck and Dan are arguing over who the real bad guy is, and Blair comes over and asks what's going on. So Chuck explains that ever since the accident, Dan has been trying to keep Chuck and Blair apart so he can have her all to himself. And Dan's like, yeah, yep, he's right. Sorry. And then he leaves. So, uh, victory for Chuck? Still doesn't seem like it. No. No, yeah, just, it doesn't feel like it. And uh, I, I think Dan, it, it's, it's a good move by Dan just to, to walk out of here. He's like, yeah, I, I'll tell the truth. Uh, that's the only thing I can really do in this position. Uh, and I'll walk away, and hopefully Blair will uh, settle her feelings. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. My my bad. He said, and he left. <laughs> he said, "My dad." <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> my dad. Yeah, he starts using use his name like a <laughs> like a verb. My dad. Okay. Like like the dean does. My dad. <laughs> yeah. My dad. My dad. My dad. <laughs> Talking about 
My Dan. My Dan. <laughs> My Dan. It's the musical episode. <laughs> Georgina should have had an abortion. Ah, oh, don't say that about little Milo. <laughs> Sorry, Milo. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> back to the will reading. Um, back to will reading the will. Uh, <laughs> Lily, <laughs> Lily seems to be uh, getting mostly everything. Carol's unhappy, so she makes fun of Lily for being married five times. Classic. Um, but Lily obviously calls out the fact that Carol tried to embezzle her own daughter's trust fund, and now the girls are fighting. And while Lily and Carol are arguing with each other, William reads that the rest of the estate along with all the money and stocks and bonds and safety deposit boxes, I leave to you. And he looks straight at Ivy. And uh, Carol, of course, thinks she means, yes, of course, Charlotte Rhodes, my daughter. But no, the will says so right here, Ivy Dickens. So it seems that CZ knew that Charlie was actually Ivy this whole time. Also, why would Carol believe that she gave everything to her daughter, who she (laughs) didn't know? Oh, obviously my daughter. Yeah. This is my daughter, who she's never met. Everything goes to uh, Lily, and then... Charlie Rhodes. <laughs> and like, not only did she must have known that Charlie was actually Ivy this whole time. Don't know how exactly. But because like, she knows all of Ivy's secrets. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she liked her so much. She left her the entire estate. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I, I guess there was that, that I, moment a while ago it. where she like looked at Ivy and was like, I know. When uh, I know. she was on the couch. I know, who you, I know who you really are. Yeah. Make sure you come to my will. There might be a little something in there for you. <laughs> Wink. I hope you like Irish parties. <laughs> Everyone is obviously stunned at this uh, revelation here. Uh, Lily is already yelling at poor Ivy as if she had something to do with this. I mean, I get the instinct. She's yeah, a con artist. Not, but yeah. Ivy Ivy looks as shocked as everyone else here. Because uh, uh, from the family's point of view, it looks like this girl killed <laughs> their mother <laughs> and yep. took all of her money. Yeah. Which is it? Is she a bad con artist or did she fucking... Or did she get everything? <laughs> Or did she kill your mom and seal all of her? Like, you can't <laughs> and be. She's so- getting away with it too. If I'm Ivy, I'd be like, "And you said I was a bad con artist." <laughs> like, really now it. get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Carol wants to go to the police. Ivy explains that she never asked Cece for anything, uh, but now Serena gets involved and she tells her that she poisoned her against her entire family and manipulated her into giving her everything. Uh, and Ivy's like, "That's not true." Your grandmother just wanted someone to talk to. And I mean, Ivy is going to point this out, but the family literally did this to themselves, being the most unbearable people in the world. Yeah. Yeah, she did. It's annoying to hear Ivy continuously say this over and over again and defend herself, but I guess what else can she say? Because they're going to continue to think what they're going to think, and she has to just be like, that's not true. I liked you guys. That's not true. Yeah. That's not true. I like you. You're my my only family. family. Love you guys. I'll see you at Christmas. <laughs> if I let you in the house. Yeah, you're like, she's like, Christmas at my place. <laughs> That's what, so this is, I guess we'll, I'll talk about it now a little bit. Like, this is what I don't get. Like, she, I, I guess this whole thing gave her a sour taste in her mouth because her whole thing that her yeah. entire time on the show has been, I want you guys to be a family. And now she's kicking Lily right. out of her house. I, I, I think she, yeah, I think she's realized there's no chance of that. Like, they're not going to. They're not going to forgive kinda, her. For I guess this. she's kind of back to where she used to be, besides having a lot of money now. She's got some leverage now, though. She's, she's like, yeah, but she, so, her whole thing is what she was lonely. So, so if she has money house, now, she, love me. she's not anywhere where she used to be if she's got money in this big place yeah. now. She could buy friends now. She could. Buy family. She can. Yeah. She could. Yeah. Just ask Jenny. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. 
Uh, Carol starts attacking Ivy's acting skills. Even Lola's like, Mom, come on. Get, come on. Uh, and Ivy swears on her life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, don't attack her acting. Yeah. Come on. As, as an actor as myself. An actor. <laughs> That's a little too far. <laughs> Ivy swears on her life that all she did was help take care of Cece. And uh, she even tried to tell them that she was sick. I mean, they didn't know that Cece was dying. But if, you know, any of these people did, like, visit their mom once in a while, they would... <laughs> They would, I guess, realize it and could have yeah, you know, that's true too. Talk to her every day too. She wasn't you know? far; she was just down the road. They were, they were too busy cartoonishly counting silver. That's true. <laughs> to make sure my silver's in order. Mm. So, I uh, I love that Lily just calmly says to Carol without even looking at her, "Would you please just shut up?" <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Lily doesn't care about the money, but Carol like won't stop yapping about it. Lily is asking the important questions. Yes. She asks Ivy. How do we know that you didn't try to hasten our mother's death? And the shit-eating grin she has on afterwards is great. She's like, I got you now. How do I know you didn't try to hasten my mother's death? She's like, mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha, hastener. <laughs> you hastener. You love to hasten. And Ivy's offended. She, I loved Cece. And Lola's heard enough, so she leaves. Serena leaves after her. Uh, Ivy stands her ground and tells her that a uh, fake mom and her fake aunt, that they can think whatever they want about her, but she never lied to Cece. And Lily wants her to prove it, and Ivy simply tells her, Did you hear the will? She called me... Uh, she didn't call me Charlie Rhodes. She called me Ivy Dickens. Your mother knew all of my secrets, and she knew all of yours, too. Maybe that's why she left me everything. Burn! Oh, shit. You see that one coming? I didn't see that wow, one Wow, wow. That was big. That was big. I didn't pick up on that when uh, Willie was willing to read in the Willie. Huh? Said Ivy Dickens. Yeah, Willie was reading the Willie. Didn't realize it. Yes, it. I, I was happy to hear that it said Ivy Dickens. I was like, you sound happy. I was, yeah, I, I was so happy. <laughs> I was. I was happy. I was like, all right, good for her. Yeah. So Chuck and Blair now. Chuck says that ever since the accident, it's been uh, Humphrey sabotaging their relationship. And now that they know the truth, there's nothing in their way. But Blair tells Chuck that Humphrey isn't the reason they're not together. And neither is the dowry. And neither is her little pact with God. Uh, she tells Chuck she doesn't blame him. And she knows why he did everything. And she even tells him that she loves him. And she always will. But that doesn't mean I'm in love with you, at least not right now, the way you need me to be, not the way you deserve. And she says sorry, and she's still Serena's line again. She says, I have to go. Um, <laughs> she got to stop with that. Yeah. Chuck looks very confused, and so am I. I was like, this is the latest obstacle keeping them apart now? Blair's randomly not in love with Chuck anymore yeah. since when? I pretty much said that, too. It, it happened, and I was like, what the? So yeah. pretty much the same thing. And we, we, we've, we've had this annoying speech from her before. She's like, I love you, and I always will love you, but it's just not going to work right now. Snooze fest. Uh, That's almost so just as wor- as bad as uh, I love you guys. You're my only family. It's like okay, we've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. find something Jeez, new to say. I, yeah, needless to say, I, w- I was not throwing my cat up in the air in celebration. Yeah, throwing it down. I was punched hard Puma. I punched cat, Puma. I was pinning my, <laughs> <laughs> my cat to the ground. <laughs> what are you gonna do about this? <laughs> Come together. <laughs> Chuck and Blair together right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yogi won't be eating until Chuck and Blair are together. So Yogi like, better hope Yogi's like, game. I ship duck meow. <laughs> duck, <laughs> duck meow. <laughs> they also could be called oh, hump God. ass. <laughs> oh, clunky. <laughs> oh, I was I was just gonna ask if we if we're getting t-shirts that say I I ship duck meow, but now. <laughs> Hump ass might be the way to go. <laughs> just an idea, just throwing it out there. Hump ass. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Chuck and Dan, picture of Chuck and Dan holding hands and it says hump ass. 
I can do that. I can make that happen. Uh, yeah, All right. I had a point to uh, make. Serena. I feel like about about Chuck I believe, and I believe you. Blair. Okay. Um, oh yeah, the reason why they're, they're the writers are running out of reasons to keep them apart until the end of the series. That's all that's happening. Yeah, absolutely, right. they've got Just nothing left. They've got nothing left. Just get them together. I beg of you. Yeah. They were together in season three, and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. You don't need to hold them apart any longer. No, but they will. Ugh. Well, it's the only thing that they have Lola. people oh. rooting for. That's like yeah. the only thing watchers were rooting for. I feel like. But it doesn't need. It doesn't need to be. This is like well. the uh, uh, Rachel and Joey before. Rachel and Ross get back together. Oh, spoilers. Or, or like the, I thought this was a spoiler-free pod. Or the Barney and Robin oh, before the fun. Robin and Ted. Oh, no. Okay. Barney and Robin were Barney and Robin were endgame. That was it's they completely different. And and they completely threw it out the, the fudge with that one. Please yeah. don't even get me started. But don't is the, get me the started. person before the person, oh. I guess. The person yeah. before the person. So this is Dan right now. It, it, I mean, I've like you're my seen... person before my person. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rena finds Lola in the lobby, and she tries, you know, her whole, and much like a lot of other things that oft get repeated, uh, she tries her whole shtick again of, I know I'm that much, much to look, but, you know, we're great people. We love family. Don't, we don't care about money. And she's like, Ivy Dickens is a thief. She, she already stole your identity and your money. Now she's about to rob the rest of us. Your family needs you right now. Like, Serena, how much like, is your current outfit worth right now that you don't care about money? <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a million dollars like now, clothing. <laughs> now more than ever, Lola must be feeling like she never asked to be a part of this family, and like, this is why. And Serena is so in her own bubble that she can't see how ridiculous and terrible her family is. Yeah, I, I don't know what she's even trying to accomplish. Why she cares so much about... She's Lola. trying to recruit. She's like, we need you now! We need you against Ivy! We can't do this without you! Like, I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> just... Gonna do? It's obnoxious because if you think like a normal human being, which like Lola thinks like a normal human being, she's like, "You, I don't know you people. You're strangers. You're, be, You're yeah. not my family. family. Yeah, and Serena's like, wrong, Serena's like, family. we're your family until like you do something wrong, and then we're going to drop you and yeah. say that we don't know who you are because yeah, yeah. you just showed up. Like that's exactly how it would go. Ugh, I hate yep. Serena. And Lola tells uh, Serena she's not their family. And how about this? After listening to everyone upstairs, the only person she feels sorry for is Ivy, and I get it. Yeah, Serena is. Yeah. Serena's so incapable of seeing things from, like, Ivy's point of view or any outsider's point of view. She's right. just like, but the money's mine. Ivy stole it. She, she's the bad guy. We're the good guys. I don't care about the money, but that money does belong to me. But I don't care about it. <laughs> exactly. But it's mine. But I won't talk it's to Ivy mine. because she took my money. Because she's so on it. Yeah. I don't care about it. I don't care. I'm going uh, to uh, count my silver. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you want. I'm going to go count my silver. Is <laughs> all the money given it. to Ivy, you could give it to her in silver? <laughs> yes. So... Serena tells Lola that Ivy is a criminal, and Lola just answers, because your family made her into one. Ooh. And she tells Serena that all they do is lie to each other and fight about money, so what's the difference, really? Uh, she is uh, clocking the shit out of the yeah. Rhodes women. Yeah. See, this is the moment where Lola should be saying, like, I don't want fucking coffee with you, Serena. Last episode, it didn't make right. any sense. Now she has reason to be like, get away from me. It still didn't make sense. I mean, no, it made plenty of sense not to get coffee with her. Last, like, last time she could have been. It didn't just... make sense that she was so rude about yeah. it, though. That's, She'd be like, I... oh, you know what? I got a lot going on right now. Little... Maybe some other time would have been like a more normal answer. Uh, Serena. She, she seemed like she already had a chip on her, a chip on her shoulder. Yeah, she had a chip on her shoulder. <laughs> chip on her nipple. Yeah, yeah. She had a chip on her nipple. She had a chip on her nipple. I got a chip on my nipple. Brendan's also saying nipple. I don't know if you're hearing that through the microphone. I heard it I heard it once. I heard him say nipple once. I just disregarded it. I like shipple better. He says shipple, I say nipple. 
No. That, that's what harmony is. When we just say, <laughs> we just sing wrong words. words. <laughs> yeah. We're harmonizing. We're singing two completely different songs. <laughs> Lola, Lola's regretting sticking around today. She was dumb enough to think she might find some answers, but at least now she knows she was wrong. And uh, she leaves and gets into a taxi with Nate Archibald. I wonder how Nate feels about all this. Hmm. He doesn't care. He just nah. really <laughs> needs to go home and ice his lip. He's nursing that lacrosse injury. Are we fucking tonight or what? <laughs> All right. Even though I got a broken dick and my lip is fine. <laughs> Actual dialogue. <laughs> Carol talks to William. She tells William to fix this, but uh, Cece's wishes are Cece's wishes. Even though Carol was counting on this being her big payday, uh, she tells William that if she, he doesn't find a way to make this right, she's going to be forced to resort to other ways to get her money. And William fires back with, like, getting a real job. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That, that might have been my joke of the episode. That was a good yeah. one. Uh, Carol's always hesitated going after Lola's father for child support. He owes her for almost 20 years. And William wishes her good luck with that and asks if he even knows who that sucker is. And she's like, I'm looking right at him. Which I almost Extreme said word for word she, with I swear, her. Yeah, she did. I, yeah. I, that was like my response as it was happening. And I was like, whoa. I wrote we this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we all said it at the we same time. Hey, but um, William, so, Willie's face was very funny. Just like the... Uh, yeah, that's not really, what it looked really like. Really bad surprise face. <laughs> Imagine he just like turned. He just like looked around. Like, I'm so, I, where, where are you looking? It looks like you're looking at me, but you must be looking. Are you looking through me? Is there somebody behind me? What idiot here fathered that child? Um. So, so Serena's father, William, is actually Lola's father as well, which means uh, they're half sisters. Um, and we, wow. you know, we all saw this twist coming. But William is shocked. Carol is threatening to expose their affair to Lily, unless, of course, he has another idea. And of course, Georgina happens to be right there listening in. I, Love I, guess, her. I guess, and uh, she is thrilled that her lucky day keeps getting luckier. Um, and I guess she now has control over Gossip Girl again instead of Philip because she's like posting things to Gossip Girl without uh, names on them. Right. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, she pays. She she pays Blair a visit, and this this time even Blair has to ask how Georgina keeps getting past her doorman. Um, and <laughs> Georgina claims she never meant to hurt Blair. She was just collateral damage. Uh, when she decided to stop being Gossip Girl, she knew that anyone who knew would have it out for her. So she started collecting favors to use as protection. The picture of Blair and Dan was her golden ticket to use with Chuck, and she'd love a golden ticket from Blair as well. Uh, Blair wants to know why she would ever be indebted to Georgina, and it's because Georgina has a way that Blair can get out of her dowry and get a divorce in the process. She says, I've been Gossip Girl for two months. You have no idea the dirt I have on people. Uh, I've been good for so long. It's time to be bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, she wants to solve all of Blair's problems. She holds out her hand. Blair shakes it. They make the deal. Um, and if Georgina can get this done, Blair will do whatever she needs. I mean, I'm we, worried. we said it before that you don't want to make deals with yeah. this lady, but uh, she feels like she's got no choice right now. I mean, now randomly Georgina is going to be the thing that gets Blair out of this marriage. And, and she doesn't tell uh, her uh, how a at secret, all. No. Nope. A secret third option. Uh, a rose out of nowhere, and it's going to be Georgina. But all right, I guess Georgina's off to Monaco. Yeah, Good for her. I, I guess she's just such a nut job that you you could believe that she has something up her sleeve and some something on. I'm some sure level. she Next does. Week. Next week, Blair's going to be watching the news, and Georgina's going to somehow be the princess of Monaco. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> They're just going to show Georgina like wearing a crown on her head, just, just... somehow <laughs> took control of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck pays Lily a visit. It's been a while since we've gotten a new, uh, you know, a nice Charles Lily scene, but yeah. it seems like this one is just kind of shoehorned in to get Lily to reveal to Chuck that Jack gave him blood. So 
Yeah. Yeah, then that, nothing comes of that really either. Just like it's very not informational. I, I guess. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah, sure. But I, I can see it not coming up again, honestly. It'll come up in like blood it'll be like the blood. last the last episode of uh, the entire series. It'll be like, oh yeah, Jack, thanks for that, by the way, and then that's it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and he turns to Chuck and goes, "You're welcome." In black. That's because <laughs> what else is, is my my the my thought process was like, does Chuck now think he has to be bad all the time because he's got Jack's blood inside of him? The bad. Blood. I know. I was wondering that Every too. Time he did. Because Every he kept, time he does anything, he's like, it's not me. It's, it's, Jack. it's Jack's blood. Yeah. It's Jack's blood. That's, I can't. I swear, I'm not I was, even kidding. That's what I think I've got bad, Jack's but. blood coursing through my veins. I can't help but screw you up. I'm there. a bad man. Well, I thought it's the exact me, same thing when, um, when he was like, I don't even feel like I'm alive anymore. I don't even feel like I, myself. And then she's like, Jack gave like you his blood. Jack. And he's he like, oh. after Lily. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is jack blood <laughs> he just starts like bleeding out he's like I- i'd rather die than have jack's blood inside of me <laughs> so chuck confides in lily that blair walked away from him today not like she's done in the past and he feels like she's changing um i do like that he went to lily with his with his problems you know that that's always sweet yeah. but uh, chuck tells lily that sometimes it feels like he died in the car crash and lily reminds him that he survived the crash and chuck responds thanks to saint waldorf but lily replies you mean thanks to saint jack uh, apparently the doctors, no, nor anyone else, uh, <laughs> have told Chuck that when he was in surgery, they needed a family member for a blood transfusion, and Lily gave the doctors Jack's number. So n- no one informed Chuck of this. Yeah, I think when he somehow. got out, they were just like, well, Chuck, you're all better. Hey, you're Good. awake. Nothing to report about your blood. <laughs> Blood's all clean. <laughs> Goodbye. All the same blood you had before. You're all, you're alive because Blair prayed uh, a couple minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you heard, but Blair prayed. <laughs> and all your blood's the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> so, so evil Uncle Jack Bass has saved Chuck's life, and uh, weird that he like not only has no one told him this, like Jack hasn't been like throwing it in Chuck's face afterwards, which seems unlike him. Like, hey, little nephew, your blood's in me. my blood's in you. you now have you do have to do t- right, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my blood away from you. <laughs> that's my Jack. <laughs> the doctors can reverse it. They'll give me the blood back. Yeah. I gave you my blood. I can take it out. <laughs> <laughs> So Nate and Lola are walking on the sidewalk. Uh, they're eating snacks. Lola calls Nate the only good thing in her life right now. What She's really done. Here, what is the snack that they're eating? Chocolate. Nothing like uh, uh, something kind of some kind of nut chocolate. It's some kind of chocolate. I don't know what. Because he says it like in a southern accent. Nothing like some nuts and chocolate. Nothing like these. Yeah, maybe that's the, like, like nut chocolate. It's, he's probably speaking weird because of his fat lip. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say it was a yeah. southern accent. He was just mumbling because of the. <laughs> So Lola gets a phone call from Dr. Billy. He felt bad that they weren't able to finish their conversation, so he asked Serena for her phone number, and he tells her that he's at the Empire if she needs to reach him. And she's like, okay, I'll call you then, I guess. So Yeah, uh, I want to call you guy? to finish what's... that conversation uh, some other time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, not now. Not over the not phone. Now. If you want me, I can be at the Empire. What's, so what's what's this guy's plans? What's, what's, what's he up to? I don't really know. I wasn't sure if it was mostly just because he wanted to, re- knowing that he has a daughter, another, another daughter, he's like, I want to just maybe be in her life a little bit. Uh, I don't know if he has got a, pl- a real plan or just... Well, he has to have some kind of plan because Carol's like, if you don't fix this, I'm going to tell Lily. Right. So how do you keep her Maybe away? he's just going to give her a ton of money. Maybe he's going to give her a fake cancer. That's always his go-to move. Uh, that's his go-to, yeah. yeah. He's like, I need like, to hey, talk yeah. to you about your cancer. <laughs> She's like, we met yesterday at a wake. Yeah, yeah, you got the cancer from the wake. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. I'll be at the Empire if you need me. All right. Bye, daughter. I mean, uh, Lola. <laughs> niece Lola. <laughs> Not my niece Lola. Not my daughter. All right. Bye. <laughs> Ooh, nailed that one. <laughs> Georgina's giving up Gossip Girl. She explains to Philip that with uh, Chuck and Blair both beholden to her, she's more powerful, powerful than ever. So it is time to pass the Gossip Girl baton and see if they can outshine her or die trying. Uh, she gives Philip her Gossip Girl laptop and tells him to send it for her, and she's off to Monica. To be princess. Yeah, she deserves a vacation, that girl, so. She works hard. She'll be back in the next big uh, big event, for sure. We'll be back. Once she saves Blair's, ma- or opposite of saves it, once she ruins Blair's marriage, she can mm-hmm. go on to whatever the next thing she's going to do. What she's, yeah. she's going to do is go to Monaco in that beautiful black dress again that she wore at the wedding. <laughs> yep. Simple yeah. as that. Like, I, you can't resist this twice. With the priest's outfit on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's leaving the penthouse. Lily is finally excited for some peace and quiet, but Ivy's still here, and she asks if she's interrupting something. And Rufus is like, all right, listen, listen. It's been a long day. Get the hell out of here. Uh, it'd be best if you left. And Ivy's like, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. But to the two of you, and Ivy steps in front of the what, coffin, what? looks them in the eyes, and calmly tells them, this is my apartment now. Uh, Lily, not about to let Ivy live here. Uh, she's like, this will all get sorted out. Uh, Ivy's not deterred. She just goes, naturally, but you'll have to do it from someplace else. Got him. A lot of zingers in this episode. Yeah. Which is also so funny because Lily's worst nightmare is having to sleep over <laughs> the loft. Rufus' house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, we don't have she another don't have place in the city. We don't have He's another like, apartment in the city. Yeah, honey, we do, we do. <laughs> Please sleep over. He's never been so, he's never been so excited. Oh, we get to stay in the loft. <laughs> Even if they didn't have another house, uh, I like. I'm sure they could afford a hotel for a couple of nights. Yeah. Whatever will we do, us billionaires? We can't. Get, we can't live on the streets. <laughs> we can bring right. all our silver to the hotel. Yeah, she doesn't now get do all my silver. money. She just gets her home. <laughs> That's my silver now. <laughs> she gets the home and all of Cece's money. Yeah, Lisa's got her own money. Yeah, this is a living in a disgusting Brooklyn loft <laughs> where that green jacket lives. <laughs> Where the what? I mean, Rufus's big giant green, green puffy jacket. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, throwing a grieving daughter out on the day of her mother's wake is a little hot, but I do like baller I do like but she's Ivy's, not really grieving. Yeah. She's not grieving. That's that true. I do like Ivy standing up to the rich people and being like, "Yep, this is mine now, and I'm taking advantage of it." Grieve Bye. elsewhere, bitches. <laughs> she's like, I hear Brooklyn's uh, nice. Maybe if we're a little bit nicer, she wouldn't be doing this. You know, lesson mm-hmm. learned. Yeah, lesson learned. Nicer fake. Your fake nieces. That's it. They might inherit everything. And that's the um, lesson learned in this episode. But again, it, it, it's still a little funny to me that she is kicking everyone out of her life. I, I know that no one's been really nice to her lately, but also they think that she, again, killed her mother and stole their money. Would you have rather her just like live with them just be like you yeah. can stay here but i'm not leaving <laughs> yeah. that'd be funny yeah. she just awkwardly awkwardly sits at breakfast she's like can i have a waffle rufus <laughs> technically that waffle maker's mine too make me some waffles <laughs> it's my house and you're my mommy everything and daddy in now. this house is mine so uh, Serena's laying in bed. Dorota comes in to clean, but sees that Serena is bummed out and uh, tells her it was a beautiful wake for Miss Cece and that goodbyes are never easy. Um, I don't know that we've ever seen like one of these Serena Dorota scenes like that. Also, yeah, nice. also kind of sweet, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, Serena's sick of goodbyes. Uh, it's all she seems to say these days. And Dorota tells her that something new will arrive soon, as it always does. And Serena's ready for it, whatever it is. I mean, if Serena would stop saying, I gotta go, she would stop saying all these goodbyes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not it's her own doing. <laughs> 
Oh. Speaking of something arriving, a package for Serena Vanderwoodson has arrived, and it is, of course, a laptop that Georgina sent out. Is Serena going to be the new Gossip Girl? Hmm. I guess. She's, there's going to be a whole episode and a half about, I don't know, should I do it? Should I yeah, not do it? Yeah, we did this already, it? sort of. She was getting forwarded all the Gossip Girl emails at one point. She wasn't doing <laughs> She's the anti-Gossip Girl. She's S-by-S. Her whole thing is that she hates Gossip Girl. Yeah. Well. So what, what is she going to do with this laptop, though? Well, she's going to have a she's going to have a war with herself. She's going to write a piece, and then Gossip Girl is going to fire back. She's going to yeah, have ooh. two laptops on her desk at work. Why do you have two laptops? She's going to learn how to type on two different computers at one time. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Like, that'll be a whole storyline. Yeah, Serena goes to typing school. Yeah, maybe speaking. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy log. <laughs> I don't know what the thing. Is. I think that's uh, something like that. Brown log, like that. Brown something. Brown Can't be lazy. Are we log. talking about shit on this yeah. podcast? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Diarrhea, <laughs> brown <of> <laughs> um, So we hear the, the Gossip Girl voiceover announcing that she's taking another break, but don't worry, I'll be back. I always am. And uh, during this montage, we see Lily and Rufus out on the street with all their bags waiting for a taxi. Uh, sucks to be them, I guess. And Blair enters Dan's loft. And Dan thinks she's here to tell him what a horrible person he is, but that's not why she came. Uh, Dan asks if she got to back together with Chuck, but that's not it either. Dan asks if she's moving to uh, Desert Island, and uh, now all of a sudden he's very happy to see her now that she's not back together with Chuck. Uh, and Blair says that she told Chuck he doesn't have her heart anymore because she realized it belonged to someone else. And they kiss, and I said, boo! Oh, I was putting no. both of my cats down to the ground. I was <laughs> boo! Boo! While she's like, Dan, 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 oh, Dan. Oh, God. Yes, Blair asks Dan if he's going to invite her in, and Dan's like, you said my name. So you didn't Blair call me again, Hump Humphrey. <laughs> you didn't call me that Hump Humphrey. And then it gets weird, because Dan keeps telling her to say it again. Like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm very, I yeah. was like, this could have been behind and closed doors. Say my name again. Dan. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. I like this Especially for, like, for just a makeout session, it was borderline creepy. It was creepy. I was creeped. <laughs> I was creeped. Yeah, that's fine, that's though. I, I didn't mind the kissing so much just because I know this is a very temporary relationship. So you think. I know. So you. I know. Okay. Well, we end our episode with Dan and Blair kissing. I uh, still don't understand how she's just in Wait, love with quick. Dan instead of Chuck now. Let me but, Nicole right. kiss. Uh, yeah. she, says, she goes, Bren. And I go, Dan. And she goes, Bren. <laughs> and I go, Dan. It's never happened. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> you don't believe me. It says Ivy Dickens on the thing right there. <laughs> All right. So what happens next? Is the dowry going to be a problem anymore? What's Georgina going to do? I've really, I, I'm stumped. Like sometimes I can really feel like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what she's going to do. I don't know what the laptop has to do with anything. I don't know what Jack has to do with anything. Usually it's- The gives- laptop is- that's the Gossip Girl laptop. That's uh, is Serena going to be Gossip Girl? I know, but like, where did that come? from? Yeah, why what's is... going on with Jack? I have no where idea. Come from? It... Why? Why it's did she pick Serena? Because well, Georgina sent it to her. Because, yeah, that's what I mean. We don't know why Georgina. Because Serena. because Serena had her. Has Look, there's a number right of better now. options, but she wants Serena. Yeah, it's, there's no connection there for me. Uh, is Ivy? Uh, is Ivy going to get to stay in the penthouse? You know, I. I honestly, with the way Gossip Girl goes, I don't think any of these questions are going to be answered next week. You know what? They're just going to start anew. <laughs> new plots, new problems. <laughs> it's going to be new characters. There's, they're all done. They're all done. <laughs> they're all out. Reboot starts tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. All new characters. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I do like when they give us some cliffhangers that are like, I don't know what's going on there. But but three is too many for me. But also, it it ended and Brenda was like, no cliffhangers? 
Because they didn't really cliffhanger. Yeah, they're, not, they're just like question marks more than a cliffhanger. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't that cliffhanger where you're like, oh? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. boy, what's what? that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. get into some segments here. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start with, of course, my favorite segment, user review of the week. And I did go to the wiki again, and gosh, every week, the Dare fans and the Chair fans are going oh, at it. Oh, they, boy. They can, oh, my God. Everyone thinks they're right. But I took someone... Who, uh, a third point of view, a kind of a little bit of a Louis defender here. And a user on February 28th, 2012 says, Everyone hates Louis because he doesn't suck Blair's ass anymore after all her cheating, <laughs> lies, and leading him on. When she cheats on Dan or uses him for some petty revenge and he can't put up with it anymore, then the same people will turn on Dan. What will it take for people to understand that Blair is the devil and everyone she touches crashes and burns? Blair wow. hater. Interesting. A Blair hater and I, a Louis defender. I didn't know anybody defended Louis in the world. Yeah. Well, fandom user did on February twenty eighth, twenty twelve. Fandom user does not suck Blair's hump ass. Hump ass. This <laughs> <laughs> week, the episode is titled "Con Air," and "Air" spelled uh, H-E-I-R. Oh, like an air. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have any predictions, either of you, based on the episode title? Okay, so "Con" is I, Ivy. About Ivy. Air, air, the heiress to the. I would think "Air" would also kind of be like Ivy. Which would have also been in this do. Title for this episode because she, oh, that stuff yeah. happened just now. Uh, maybe oh, she inherits uh, the bass industry as well. She just wow, she, gets she's everything. Just inheriting everything, yeah. killing someone in the family, and inheriting. Everything. She's playing real <laughs> life, my, real life Monopoly. And the, rest, yeah. <laughs> and the rest of my blood, I leave to you, Ivy Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I guess whatever. All this blood for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That blood in you is technically mine now. It's Jack's. Your blood belongs to me. The little preview says Ivy finds an unlikely ally in William. Oh. This is how William, I guess, deals with the Lola situation, maybe. I guess so. Yeah. Let's. Do the episode grades. Uh, Brendan, you went first last week. I, I'll go first this week. And uh, all right. I guess the the twist that Dr. Billy is Lola's father is is pretty good, even though everyone saw it coming. Uh, Georgina, of course, still killing it in every scene she's in, even even though it's getting a little convenient that she's just literally everywhere hearing everyone's secrets in order to drive the plot. Um, also, love Ivy getting bequeathed everything, even though the, the fact that she gets the penthouse is, is a little contrived. But, uh, you know, should make things interesting moving forward. But... That, that's really all I liked. Uh, you know, Dan and Blair taking yet another step closer to being an official couple, and the more that happens, the madder I get about it. Uh, the last scene where Blair keeps saying Dan's name was especially cringy. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is going on there? I can't do it, I don't, and I don't, I don't think I should have to. So uh, why, why does she still love him even after she finds out he was the one that sent in the wedding video to Gossip Girl? And, you know, I'm sorry, but her just randomly not being in love with Chuck anymore makes absolutely no sense. Uh, it's the worst reason so far that they've been kept apart, and that includes her secret pact with God. Uh, and then, in addition to all that, we have the sisterhood of the traveling laptop, and then we're just <laughs> passing the torch like from one Gossip Girl to the other yeah, Gossip Girl. Yeah. Everyone gets a turn to be Gossip Girl. <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? And unlike last week, there wasn't anything really that like none of the like, no UCB storyline that was like funny or fun to keep me invested. Like I guess mm-hmm. besides the random Irish wake taking place all episode. <laughs> so uh, I think the presence of the polka band will will bump this episode up from a D minus to a straight D. But uh, the episodes do keep getting worse to me, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to stick with my D here. Uh, Brendan, what do you grade the episode? Yeah, I sort of agree with you. The only thing I really did enjoy was Georgina spinning her web, but it, it was also yeah. sort of convoluted. Uh, it wasn't by any means Georgina's best. Uh, just because, She did a great job herself, but it was just so 
overly complicated uh, and, like you said, convenient. Uh, I, I, I'm sick of Blair's excuses for not fully loving Chuck, even though she'll love him forever. It's just uh, I'm, I'm bored. Of, I've been bored of the two of them not dating for so long now, so let's just get it over with already. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's nothing that really works for me in this episode, but I didn't hate it just because at least it was crazy and kooky like a Gospel Girl episode, so it's not going to be a full failure, but I'm going to give it a, a D+. Plus. D+, plus, all right. Uh, ballpark bud so far. Nicole, what do you give the episode? Um, I kind of forgot that I have to grade it because I haven't been on the show in a while, but I liked this episode. I mean, I liked that things are kind of coming to a head like in in a lot of different areas like the ivy um plot line is kind of like taking a turn she's not just like this whiny person anymore like i feel like she's gonna there's gonna be something like we read about the next episode there's gonna be something more going on with her which i'm looking forward to seeing because for a while i was like stop bringing her back like we're done with her what's the point yeah i know he's a main character well is she um (laughs) I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I don't know. I I just felt like there was a lot of like twists and turns that took us to the end of this episode. Um, I don't like it enough to like give it like an A or a B or anything, but I would I was going to go like C, C minus somewhere in there. Just thoroughly enjoyed. Like there wasn't a minute where I was like annoyed, except for when Serena's on the screen. Mm. She's the only one that I roll my eyes every single time I see her. Um, But I would go. Yeah. C minus, I guess. Okay. B minus, just under average, mm-hmm. and it, you, even that was enough where you felt the need to have to defend yourself for how high you were. <laughs> yeah, were I was like, sorry, ballpark buds here. Only C minus, only one slot above a D plus. Yeah, there's only one slot above a D. There you go. We're a stepladder. Stepladder. Stepladder sisters. Love that for us. Uh, all right. Let's do some MVPs. Um, do Ivy Dickens? I leave you everyone's money. Lily's penthouse hotel room, all of Jack's blood, and this MVP award. Uh, <laughs> she really is the winner of the episode. She gets everything, so she is my MVP. Uh, nothing nothing more to explain there. there Brendan, go. who's your MVP? Uh, I'll give my MVP to Georgina because she's the only reason why I somewhat enjoyed the episode. She comes in, fucks shit up, and leaves and sends Serena a laptop. Mm-hmm. She, has, she, she has her fun. <laughs> she's the reason for the season. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, who's your MVP? I also was going to say Georgina. Um, she right. just, she just had me on the edge of my seat the whole time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Georgina's always a great answer to get MVPs. Uh, so LVP, nope, so many options, but you know, much to Nicole's delight, I'm sure I'm going to go with Serena again. Nice. Like Ivy is running around impersonating Lola and stealing her money. And Serena is so unbearable that Lola actually takes the con artist side. Like that's a very impressive level of unbearableness yeah. for Lola to be like, yeah, I get where the criminal is coming from. Like really says something about Serena. Mm-hmm. And she is really annoying, like blatantly trying to manipulate Lola into being undyingly loyal to the cult that is the Vanderwoodson family. And just assuming that Lola will side with the snooty rich people because she's technically one of them, all while refusing to realize like how out of touch her family is and uh then you know at the end of the episode she's left depressed laying in her bed without anything so uh serena is my loser and lvp of the episode brendan who's your lvp uh my lvp i think i'm gonna continue to go to uh carol as long as she's here she just annoys the shit out of me <laughs> uh, I, I can't listen to her talk i can't look, look at her mouth open. yeah so, she's so bad it's the this yeah, yeah. She shows her teeth too much. Like, just close your mouth. It's an intimidation tactic, but it's working on the. Evidence. She's snarling at everybody. <laughs> She's a snarl. Uh, yeah. 
And LVP. All right, so another LVP for Carol. Uh, Nicole, who is your LVP this week? Um, Who's my LVP? I might go Serena. She just annoys choice, like, the choice. crap out of me. Like, everything about her, she's, like, she contradicts herself. She just, like, she just wants everything. Her- she's just the world's biggest brat, and I just hate her. I just, <laughs> the show would be better without her. Wow. And I know. She's a hypocrite. She's a main character, right? That was what you said to she's me. She's a main character. <laughs> but just won't work for me. Main character. Can't kick her out. <laughs> well, that's not true. Jenny's gone. Eric's gone. Yeah. Serena yeah. could go somewhere. <laughs> If she wanted out of, to. Out of Jack gives him she some, would not fare well in the oil rig. <laughs> she would not what? She would not fare well in the oil rig. Oh, no, no, no. no. She'd be terrible. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so that does it for the segments, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment, A Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And we're going to do a great scene where Ivy kicks out uh, her fake aunt and uncle out of out of her new penthouse. Um, so who who's who's who? Brendan, you you love Lily, do you, she, but she only has the one line. Do you want to be Lily? Uh yeah, that's fine. All right, uh, Nicole, would you like to be Ivy or Rufus? Um, I'll be Ivy. Well, all right, yeah, so I could be Ivy, oh, I guess. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so I'll be I'll be that hump Rufus Humphrey. Hump hump um, hump hump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does everyone have their scripts in front of them? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, then, Ivy, take it away. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Am I interrupting something? Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> it's been a long day for everyone, and I think it's best if you'd left. I was just going to say the same thing, but to the two of you. What <laughs> are you talking about? This is my apartment now. You are not the captain now. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you think we're just going to let you live here? This all just needs to get sorted out. Naturally. But you'll have to do it from someplace else. Perhaps Brooklyn? Let's go to my house! No, no, no. <laughs> please, for the love of God. <laughs> Ivy, can I please bring my waffle maker with me? Please. please. That's my waffle maker now. Cece says so. No! Oh. <laughs> all right. Oh, but we still have my green puffy jacket. We are not fucking in the green jacket again. <laughs> Thank God you made me leave it in Brooklyn. Now we can fuck God in the green puffy it. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and we did that scene exactly as it was written on the page. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Everyone is clapping for us. The crowd goes uh, wild. Everyone's throwing oh. their cats up in the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's throwing their cats up in the air in celebration. Um, Oh boy, that that does it for all these segments. Uh, just just got some plugs to do now. But first, Nicole, thank you for showing up to the crematorium on such short notice. Uh, thank you for joining the Six Timers Club. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug at this hour? Um, no, I don't do this stuff, so I don't have, really have anything to plug. What was our Over the Garden Pod was my only podcast I ever had. So yeah. if you guys want to listen to that, it's a great great yeah, little you show. Like Over the Garden Wall, Although, um, no longer on HBO Max. I heard. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, is it on Hulu yeah, Jack, or something, or it's on nothing? Jack didn't give it. Jack didn't give it any of their blood. They couldn't. Oh, so yeah. They just died. Yeah. Um, um, what's? Uh, and I guess I'll plug some uh, blood blood transfusion uh, places. Uh, <laughs> okay. Donating blood is a really good, good thing to do. Sure, I never done it because I'm scared of blood. Me but... too. I've never done it, but I hear it's great. You okay. get juice boxes and things at the end, so that's a good thing. You can uh, you can purchase an episode of Over the Garden Wall on Amazon Prime for a dollar ninety nine. 
Damn. Oh, damn. We should start charging for our podcast then. <laughs> oh, only uh, only sixteen dollars for the whole. That's not that bad. Though. That's not so bad. Not that bad. Then I own it forever. Well, then they could take it off uh, that well, network and then it's gone. Yeah. Do you ever really own any streaming? No. Forever. I don't, you I don't own any physical. You need physical copies. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Most preaching. That's why you always get DVDs. Mm, that's why I get every I game I get player. physically. I'm plugging DVD players. There you go. I just started collecting CDs this Christmas. I have a lot, a lot of CDs. If I'll, I'll borrow them. Recently. I'll borrow them. If I did really change the game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Brendan, what are you plugging? Uh, I think I, I don't know if I've plugged this as hard recently, but I got to get back to going after the people for those three bucks a month to get to that, at least, at the very least, the Mike Bloom threshold of please, Cameo. We please. need still Mike four Bloom more people to sign up for our Patreon where we cover... We only have seven episodes left of the season. I know. So we, wait, that's, that's exactly why. We're, it's getting it's getting tight here. Seven episodes left for you guys to uh, sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash boysmedia. Um, that gives you access to the Sandy Boys podcast where we are deep, deep, deep into season two coverage. <laughs> uh, I think a few episodes in there. So... You get uh, almost like 30 episodes of content for $3. That's like basically a dollar. Worth episode. it. It's worth it. What did you say? It's basically anyone who's a big <laughs> And that's math. Anyone who's a patron, they say it's worth it. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, everyone. We should them. have Charles do a PSA saying it's worth it. <laughs> Actually, I, I should contact all of them and have them send me a clip of them saying. At the same time. So. Am I still it. one? No, you're not anymore. Okay, what? Don't reveal that here that you you signed off of our Patreon as we're trying to get more with my own life. Uh, I have to re- <laughs> no re-sign pays. up, guys. This is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. Um, What have I watched? I started watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation again. Nice. This Jersey Shore, man, I, I just feel at home when I watch the Jersey Shore crew. <laughs> I only ever watched it recently like i just started but i haven't finished it but i started watching. i think it's better vacation? it's better when you know the lore but it's still good. they show so many flashbacks that you oh no i mean like i started watching the originals oh, you, yeah. you know what i went back because i was uh i was hanging out with a friend a couple days ago and she was saying she's like i feel so uncultured i've never seen jersey shore Same. and i was like let's watch some jersey shore so we watched the first three episodes and man it was great Spring to go back, back 15 years in time to yeah because i watched them as they are now if you would have told me 15 years ago that the jersey shore people would still be on tv 15 years later I, I would be so happy i i remember being so depressed when season one was ending my my uh i it, it happened ever like my my uh global history teacher miss stewart of course mm. was like why is everyone said why is the vibe off today and we were like <laughs> It's the reunion of Jersey Shore. After this, like they're not going to be on TV anymore. Like, <laughs> hey, what else are we talking and about? She was, she was so confused, and I, I was explaining to her. I was like, no, it's like it's not just a TV show ending. It's like a they've lifestyle. become part of our lives. They're, they're like our friends right now. And out of nowhere, Lynn Perennia just backed me up. She was like, she had never talked in her <laughs> class the whole year, but she for the first time ever she talked. She said, oh, he's right. <laughs> she was going like, through it just as much as you were. <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Thank you, Lynn. You you get it." Just, <laughs> little piece of her salon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. She is right, quiet. So watched her. I can back you up on what, that. Yeah, I think I met yeah. her. She you have met her. Yeah, speaks up for the first time ever. He's right. We're our friends. <laughs> I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss Paulie D and stuff. I'm gonna miss Snooki so much. <laughs> but then they came back for another five seasons, and then six years later, another seven seasons of Family Short, uh, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. So you guys can watch that. <laughs> Good times. But besides that, let's. 
keep this one under the Liguri line. Uh, you can follow right, me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where I think we're going to have another person join the Six Timers Club Ooh. as we break down Season 5, Episode 18, Con Air. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely, Lonely Boys. Boys. Stay sandy. <laughs> Ooh, throw your cats up into the air. Yeah. <laughs> 